Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo. everybody it is tuesday and we are sports take jacob sports youtube network three hours of power with the three amigos barrett brooks Derek gunn rob ellis welcome back big b how we doing how's the uh, recovery good. time from I'm, your uh, your oral surgery yesterday i'm, I'm good i'm good man I, i'll tell you what bro i mean there's this there's nothing worse than your mouth hurting you and your feet hurting you madam yesterday my mouth was killing me bro they had to go mm. in they had to cut my jaw open and you know, I, I I like to keep it real with everybody. I don't show y'all yeah. <laughs> hey, look, man. I don't want to see all that. Man. Hold up. Yesterday, that picture you sent us with that gaping hole in your mouth, man. You lucky I wasn't eating, man, because I was regurgitated everything. <laughs> man, don't, be, don't be sending me pictures like that unexpected, man. man I, I didn't. I didn't want you guys to think I was lying. I want the fans to know I'm lying. I'm. I'm I mean, the stream got to know, man. I I was bro. I was hurting, man. And they and there um, ain't no joke. There ain't no joke, this, bro. Hold on, let me tell you the story, bro. Yeah, I go in and it's, it's the this Ukrainian guy. So I'm, I'm like, okay, come in. He's like, all right, well, let's get to going. I'm like, oh, where's the needle at? You know what I'm saying? We need to numb this up. Oh, we don't need to. Numb. I'll be damned if we don't need to numb this up. We gonna numb this up, bro. Hold on a minute, bro. I, I don't have you don't have time. Okay, then burn the road up. You can go. You can go. And he was like, you know, oh, no, no. I said, all right. So the doc came in. You know, she was like, well, you know, he he. I'm already I already don't like needles in my mouth anyways. Oh, I sucked oh. it up this time. So she actually went in, she you know, numbed it up everywhere, waited about five minutes. He was getting impatient because mm. he's waiting. Then she had to come in and cut my my um my jaw open where it, it grew over where the um tooth was, where you know, it's cause they had to go down because the um the screw had broke off inside to where it's supposed oh. to be logged into. So long story long, she cuts me open. She's, can you see it? No, I can't see it. Yeah, can you see it? No, you have to cut open a little longer. Oh. I can't feel anything. All I can feel is pressure. Long story long, they get it open. He can see it. Now he goes in there. But then dude is like grabbing my jaw and ripping my mom like, hold up. So, bro, I literally had to give dude a quick elbow, you know, on the side. Like, oh, oh, I say, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, you're damn right you sorry, bro. Calm down, bro. You are not in Ukraine right now, bro. Calm your ass down. You know, and I, I got all kind of galls and everything. My Hey, so she, hey you now, you know what, now you know what it feels like to have a fish hook. You try to dig a hook. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> little revenge from the fish. Yes. So I'm like, you know, so he's in, in the, you know, the, 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 um, the girl is with, she's trying to suction on my mouth and I'm cussing. Like, hey, man, hold up, man. You know, and my mouth already kind of, I, I can't feel anything. I'm like, hold up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like the places that ain't numb, 
He like stretching my jaw and and and, and hitting me. Like, oh, be geez. gentle, man. You can at least kiss me. You know what I'm saying? Kiss me. You know, so he just can't go in. Just you know, I gotta be ready, dog. I mean, he's really like, I'm like, yo, I had to let him know, man. He's like, you know, so the, so you know, the doc, doctor man was like, well, you know, he's a little rough around. Now he's yes, he is rough around there, but I was really ready to smooth him out, bro. I was Barry, he, I, let me get this straight. He wanted yeah. he, he was going to do this without any kind of numbing agent. You were just going to go straight digging into your jaw ah, without da, da. anything. Ah, da, da. I think you need a new dentist, my man. No, no, think, the dentist was fine. She was like, "No, I got to I got to do it." He's like, "No, no, we just go in." Like, well, the nah, specialist, man. whatever. Yeah, the, the, the skin, yeah, he's a technician. Oh. See what he back in Ukraine, he he was um he was a, a dentist in the Ukraine. But he comes here and he's not. So, long story long, he gonna learn. He had to learn yesterday. Oh, oh, oh my god! Bro, now, I mean, how are like, you? How are you today, man? Are you are you really sore? You okay? I'm good, man. I'm straight, man. You know. I'm hey, straight, can't man. you tell the way he's screaming at, at the camera? He, he's all right. Bro, he all right. Bro, he was like, he was like, you know, what I'm saying, like, he was like, I built like, he was acting like I was built like that. Nah, bro, I'm not built like that when it comes to my mouth, man. I'm not built like that. I, I I'll be a punk all day when it comes to that. You know, so I go out and choke 400 pound men for four quarters. You just not gonna just go in there. He was just he was just ready to just jump right in, just jump right. Ain't no hole there, bro. My skin didn't grow over that during the time that I had a, when I pulled out when we were on the show and it was hurting then. Uh, on the first show I had to, I had to get out early. From then till Monday, the skin it grew over it. You know your mouth your mouth oh heals right. really really fast. Yeah, That's it does. Right. Yep. So it, so right. it, it grew over it. He was gonna try to go in there and just you know, bro. You gonna at least kiss me, dog. You at least kiss me before you just go in. Like hey, look that. here. That how many, how many surgeries? How, how many surgeries did you have as a as a professional football player? Uh, I mean, I don't count. You know, going in and getting scoped as a surgery, but I only right, had one right. real major surgery, and that was um that was my knee that ended my career. I have both knees got scoped once, at least once. My um my left leg has got scoped like twice. Um. My elbow got scoped twice. My left elbow got scoped twice, and my right elbow got scoped once. They cleaned out my shoulders once, you know. So I don't even count them as surgery for real, for real. Yeah, dope. So, yeah, so the surgery, so surgery that you had, which was more trying—that surgery or what you just described? What I just described, like, dude, I was ready to cancel this Christmas. He was about to—he was about to go. We were about to have a homegoing search for him, bro. Oh, my you know what I'm saying? Goodness. He was like really like tripping, man. I'm like, dude, dude, I'm the nicest guy in the world. I like to smile, man. But you keep doing this. Hey, oh my chill goodness, out, man. dude. All right, yeah. that that's, that sounds harrowing, man. I, I that is scary. That is. Oof. Well, All right. I, well, I bet he won't try me again. I bet he won't try anybody else like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think so. I think maybe you you needed someone else to set you up before your your dentist gets you. in there. The uh, next well, she she warned me though. My dentist warned me. She's like, you know, he is a little bit rough around the edges. I yeah, said, but who, by the way, who wants to hear that before they're about to have oral surgery? Guess yeah, what? Really, Your guy's man. rough around the edges? No, well, he's the best. He's the best, though. He's the best at doing it. Uh, Other people come in and they kind of mess up. They might leave something. No, he's the best. So she okay. wanted the best, but she warned me. That's why she told me to get there 15 minutes early. And, of okay. course, I had to go there five minutes late. So it was my fault. It was my fault. I take that. It was my fault because she said come in 15 minutes early. And I, I came in five minutes late. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, if I got there 15 minutes early like I was supposed to, instead of coming five minutes after the top of the hour, then we'd have been straight. We'd have been good. 
Okay. But I didn't. So. All right. All right. Look, I'm glad you're better. You see, you seem to be okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I like that you had to almost like throw a bow to the guy. Like, just no, it's not all, Rob. It's yeah. not almost. I threw him a stiff bow, like you know, like yeah, you did. Okay. Gave get him above me. I had to get him above me, dog. I mean, he Damn. like threw, he flew back like two, you know, two feet. Oof. Like, bro, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm glad. I'm glad you're you're good. I'm glad. I'm like, dude, this, this Derek, is Derek. We didn't have to bail him out. That's good. Right. I, I, I thought it was gonna be one of those deals. It was almost Rocky Six in that Joker, bro. Yeah, I hear you. I, yeah, right. It was almost Rocky Four. We were yeah. the Ukraine back in the day. Um, we have some good news concerning an already star-studded, packed, jammed, killer Jacob post-game show. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. David, look who is joining D Gun, Mike Missinelli, Seth Joyner, Devin Caney, the man himself, Lane Johnson. That is that's an impressive crew, bro. That's right. That's That's what I'm talking about, baby. We've been sitting on this for a long time. Yes, indeed. Yeah, man. Love it. Each and every post starting obviously September 11th after the game. Lane will be will be jumping on and sharing his insights after each and every single game. That is a huge get, huge get. Check about. it out. Look at, right that. Look at that lineup, baby. That's and killer. you know, and you know, he will not, he will not hold his. He don't pull, no, he don't pull punches. That's no. the main thing. No. Yeah, he'll let you know. Hey, if I got my butt kicked. I got my butt kicked. Yeah, it, won't be, it won't be the typical corporate answers that you get no, from a lot of football no. players. He won't say butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no he won't. Butt. He Lane can work blue sometimes, but that's okay. Right, uh, right. But that's awesome, man. That is a great get. We just keep adding to this this lineup. And we're going to have some more announcements coming up, too, because our our day-to-day, our Monday through Friday, starting early in the morning until the evening, is going to be murderer's row, man, here at Jacob. It is going to be murderer's row. I can promise you that. We got a lot going on, man. So that's really cool news. Take it over. Love. Hey, man. The Jacob Media Posse is growing, bro. Tell oh, yeah. Oh yeah, you know people who don't know, you will know. You will <laughs> Here we go, You see this? Now you know. <laughs> Check it out. This is so Philip is on using Mama Brooks's handle. The dentist would be missing some teeth. See, yeah, <laughs> our, hey, guy Phil, our guy Philip would not have been playing. Right, around right. I'm the calm one. I'm telling you, that dude, man. I was so proud of him, man. After we got off the phone, I mean, no, you were him. relieved. That's what you were. Yeah, he was good, relieved. man. He didn't. He didn't. You know. Yeah, he was, was calm. So, hey Phillips, Phillips, since you're listening, uh, let me ask you the question. Um, if you had been in Barrett's situation at the dentist, would you have uh, pulled out your little buddy from your hip pocket and m- let him know that you weren't playing, or would you just verbally have told him that? I'm you gonna tell you what would have happened. That it, it would have it would have magically just fell out of his pocket and onto the ground. Just to oh, let him know. Oh shoot! It'd just to let him know. Subtleness, a little subtleness, and it fell out of his pocket and hit the ground like oh, my oh fault, snap. Bro. My, my fault, bro. Yeah. Okay. Let me put this back in my pocket. Yeah. Let me give yeah. you some Novocaine. Let, let, <laughs> let's get this thing going right now. Yeah, we're good to go. Oh, and that, just you know, and you know what, Rob? As he got halfway through it, he right, um, he turned around and said, Oh, I gotta look a little deeper. He turned around, uh, Dr. Menon, can you give him a little more Novocaine? <laughs> yeah, my man got on board real quick. Ooh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. He said, Good. "Can I get a little more? Can I, uh, you give no. a little more?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, give me a little more." Yeah, I unless you that. want another forearm shiver, you better right, get some right. more. Let him know that Novacare. He, he might have been peeing that. blood if he did it again. Exactly. Bro. Hey, I, love shot. It. 
I love it. All right, so that's look. I'm, we're the the biggest news is that Barrett's okay, but Lane Johnson. That's huge news for the post game show. Shoot, shoot. Got some NBA stuff here, guys. Uh, of intrigue. Kevin Durant is staying put. He will be staying in Brooklyn. He and the Brooklyn Nets, their ownership, their front office. They met with him yesterday in LA. I guess they smoothed everything over. I guess they also realized there probably isn't a really good trade market for him. Everybody kissed and made up and all that good stuff. And he is going to be a net, at least for the beginning of the season. We'll see how well that goes, but he's going to be a net, which means he's not going to be a sixer, which means Tyrese Maxey is still here. So and he well, won't be a Celtic. Than, yeah, that, that's, the, a that's right. Even better than that, he won't be a Celtic. That's yep. the biggest thing. Or, yep. or a Heat. All right, so yes. here's, here's my biggest concern. Kevin Durant just a few weeks ago wanted everybody fired. Yep. Okay. Now, how are you going to mend the fence – that easily when everybody's going to be looking over their shoulder. You got Kyrie over here. You don't know what he's thinking on a day-to-day basis. Kevin Durant says, I'm coming back. The coach knew he wanted him gone. The GM knew he wanted him gone. There's going to be a whole lot of people looking cross-eyed at each other every time they step in the building or on a court together. I don't care what they say on the surface about we've mended fences. Everything is Camelot. Now, no, it's not. No, it's not. Well, Derek, I've been in those type of situations before. When you're the greatest player on the planet, you can pretty much do what you want to do. I've been in situations where the best player on the team or one of the best players on the team, um, they would bend over backwards for him. You know, I played with some of the best players, and 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 two of the great players on our team played the same position. Right. They liked each other, but you could tell they didn't like each other. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like I played with exactly. I played with Rick, and I played with uh, Charlie, Ricky Water, Charlie Garner. They were cool, but they were so competitive. Yeah, it's like two alphas always, you know, pushing at each other. I, bro, I, I, I first get to the NFL, and um, we're out there practicing two days. We're in uh, Westchester, and Ricky had got all of the reps in middle drill, you know, in nine on seven. He got all the reps during team, and then we had another um, period to do. So he looked at Charlie, and they put Charlie in all pass plays. So Charlie's pissed off. So <laughs> our coach today just happened to be, his name was Dick. I forget Dick's first, last name. So he turned around and said, hey, Charlie, go in for this one. No, uh-uh. No, Dick, stop begging me. You're begging me. He's like, Charlie, go in. No, uh-uh. You tell him to go back in there. He forgot, he had all the running plays today. Let him finish this out. Let him finish practice. Charlie walked from one field, crossed over a field, and then took his helmet off and sat down on the third field. Mm-hmm. Sat on top of his helmet, sat there and watched press and practice like this. Now, does anything happen? Is there any discipline? Does anybody talk to him? Or was, was you just they're getting away with murder then? At that Bro, point? I mean, it wasn't even getting away with murder. He just wasn't doing it. You, yeah. you can't make him do it. You don't want to find him because you don't want to piss him off. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and plus, you know, we had, you know, Ray Rose. Ray Rose is Ray Rose didn't care what you did. As long as in the game you balled, you you, you performed, can't care what you did, bro. You can go out there and, and, and slap somebody's mama, but you came and played on Sunday, he wouldn't care about it. Yeah, but see, Barrett, let's, let's go back to what you said initially. You said you were in a situation with uh, Ricky and Charlie in the same backfield. They were cool with each other. You're talking about two guys competing for playing time. Yep. This is a different scenario. You had an employee who wanted management fired, who said it publicly that he wanted people fired. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to try to tell me that everything's fine and it's Camelot. No, it's not. 
That could be uncomfortable, man. That no, could it's, be very no, uncomfortable. No, it's not. Now, everybody's going to smile when they're together. And they're going to say the right thing and try not to step on Kevin's toes and, you know, just keep the peace. No, it's not. You well, know, I it's don't, human nature. Yeah, yeah, I don't buy for a second this is no, all right. Right, no. right. But see, I, I mean, I remember, Derek, that, you know what I'm saying, I, I thought you wanted to be fired when I was with NBC. I hey, stop you, that, man. Stop it. Stop that, man. Stop. Cut. 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 Cap, no, nah, you're right, man. I ain't gonna right go play like that. I ain't gonna play like that. You've been my dog ever since then. You're my dog, man. You're right. You're right. I wait, hey, I'm, as, not, as, I'm as not gonna a, lie like that. As the young people <laughs> like to say, as the young people like to say, stop the cap right now. Stop, stop right now. No, no, ain't, ain't nothing like that. Now, I did, I did jokingly try to get you in trouble a few times. I ain't oh, gonna lie you, about you that. Stay doing that, man. I ain't gonna lie about that. Bro, you stayed doing that. Man. He can't help himself. He can't. No, help no, no, no. Right. Hey, hey. It's like, at least Rob would try to be, you know, what I'm saying a, a, a barricade. You know, he would try to keep the keep the heat off me. Yeah, Rob's, hey, Barry, a, Rob's Barry. a perfect diplomat. Dude. Right, right. He's like, hey, Bear, hey, Bear. I, I, I know you. I know. I know you're upset, bro. <laughs> I know you're mad. Yeah. But you know, I'm like Rob. I ain't trying to hit that man. She better you know leave me. me alone, man. True. She better leave me alone. And then, and then you know I go me, into the to the office and say, "Look, you better talk to him because it's not <laughs> right." Look, I would, I would, I would like try and get everything good. Yeah, but, here's here's my here's my here are my two options, Rob. When Baird when Baird was hit that volcanic, I would either egg him on by laughing. The gun, it ain't funny. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Or or I would say, call us at B Brooks. You can't uh -huh. be doing that. You cannot be doing that in the newsroom, bro. You yeah. can't. You cannot. You have I'm, to. You I'm have to on control. It. I'm working on it, man. I yeah, you have to control. So it would be either or. It's all a work see, in progress, man. Yeah, I would gauge. Yeah. I would gauge the situation like when he wanted to beat up a producer on a practice field. I'm rolling <laughs> laughing. I'm crying laughing because I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, I'm but rolling it, laughing. You understood though, right? You understood. I, I understood, but I'm saying I would have handled it in a different manner. How? See, I there, mean, it was total disrespect. Been, yeah, but see, you handled it where there were witnesses involved. See, yes. that's the problem. No, because see, you, you're this big ex-athlete and this little wimpy producer. See, he got so, swallowed me though, man. He did get okay. swallowed me. Who's who's side when management have taken? Well, Barrett, you know, you're the professional here, and uh, you you should have taken a different approach. You can't, you know, you're representing the company, and you can't let your your temper get the best of you in a work environment. That's not good for the All overall right. structure of the workday. Let me let me talk to the stream. Let me ask the stream. Hey, stream, listen to this. This is the scenario. Don't ask I, uh, the stream. Yes, I am going to ask the stream. All right, don't ask it. I go to we go to practice, right? Don't ask the stream. And, bro. Yeah, but they gotta know. I want I want them to know. Dude, I want to give no, them no, 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 because they. I bet a lot of them don't work in the kind of environment that we've worked in. Okay, see what I'm saying? This is a different work environment, dude. Okay, don't even try that mess. Okay. Oh, Dick Jameson, right? that's his name. You're right, Anthony. Dick Jameson. Yep, running backs coach. Yep. Dick, Dick Jameson. Look, man. Well, look here. Bottom line is, when it comes to Durant, if they're not playing well, you watch. By Christmas time, he's going to want out again. Oh, Mark question my that, words. Yeah. This of is all window dressing. This is all not. Here's the other thing. He and, and Kyrie's still there, too. Is Kyrie Mark... vaccinated? No. No. Okay, so you still got the problem. He can't play. Uh, did New York lift the ban? They, they, he can now. Yeah, he can. Okay, they lift all right. So they're but, cool. But there we go. The problem can't go to is, Toronto? <laughs> well, right. They can't do that right now. Right. Uh, right. I, I don't think, at least. They, they can get. They're going to get a full-on taste of Ben Simmons now, too. And they're gonna find out what that's all about. I, I don't know if he still plays, bro. Do you think he puts on the uniform and plays? I think he does, and I think he exposes himself further. I do. Who? I don't. Kyrie? No, Ben. 
Oh, Ben. Ben. I don't yeah. see him playing, man. I think Ben go right off into the sunset like Clint Eastwood in a Western movie. You I'm think man, that's a lot man. of money he's leaving? Yeah, the there's table, too much though. money at stake. He'll play. He'll still be the same he guy. He's not going to be improved. He'll be the same guy. To be honest with you, what did, what did I say a few weeks ago when I checked? He made sixty-seven million. So after taxes, agent fees, and all that good stuff, um, he by by thirty thirty-five million he's made in cash. Um, he's a guy who's never had anybody or an entity of bodies go against him. He seems to me like he's had a, a charmed life his entire basketball career. He's never had criticism rain down on him like it has been as a professional basketball player. Some people cannot handle that type of pressure. Now, his biggest problem was what? His back problem, right? Right. Okay, what did we see this summer? Why are you out there in the middle of an ocean, on a boat, in a rocky waves, now, I understand you wanted to enjoy your life. There are multitudes of ways you could enjoy your life without subjecting your back to that kind of constant pounding out there in ocean waves. Why would you do that? That tells me that he's not even thinking about his profession. He's thinking about enjoying life. That's why I think he's gonna, if he does come back, he will take his good sweet time. He will soak this for as much as he can. The Sixers settled with him and gave him additional money. Okay, so if he made a if he made gross sixty seven million, what do you think the Sixers settled with him for? What did they owe him like twenty something million? Yeah, yeah. but here's here, Gunner, you're what thinking in terms of him being practical with his spending. Okay, no, I'm thinking right. in terms of him being a young man who is living a dream of being able one of the chosen few to play in the prof, the, the the most prominent basketball league on the planet against the best athletes in the world. And he's taking this lightly in my regard. He's I agree. Lightly. Yeah, because I don't think he's truly a competitor. I think he That's likes the point. dollars. There you go. I think he likes the lifestyle, which means he knows he has to, to some degree, keep playing to continue to further that lifestyle of no, the rich and famous. I don't, I don't think he does. Uh, because, because, Rob, if he's smart, and I don't, know, I don't know his background financially, I don't know his makeup. If you have $35 million, let's say, okay, let's say he spent somebody down to, let's say $28 million, okay? You could live off the interest extremely comfortable for the rest of your life and never touch the principal if you're smart. If and you're I gotta smart. think, and I gotta think somewhere in the back of his mind, he's gotta be thinking, you know what? I got all the money I need. I well, can still I, do what I want to do. But D Gun, he just bought a, a 17 million dollar mansion. Okay. And it's uh, an investment. And, if, and, and if it and fails, to get that Cali. money back. Yeah. Okay. He had a four million dollar uh um penthouse in downtown Philly. Yeah, in Rittenhouse. Yep. In Rittenhouse. Um, he just bought two cars that are upwards. One was like and one's 200, a Bentley. 280. No, three of them. There's three of them then. One was three upwards of 350. One was about 300, and one was about 250. Yeah. Okay. Right. Two Okay. He has a Lamborghini. I forgot about the Lamborghini, which is upwards of about 280, 300. That's fine. Um, and you probably pay cash for those. You know, you don't. When you go to when you go to places to go buy those type of cars, right, right. you don't usually put a note on. You usually don't have a note on it. You usually pay cash when you're going to get you know stuff like that. Okay, and so. if push comes to shove and he needed money, you can easily sell that seventeen million dollar mansion. Now the cars is going to take a hit for it because cars and jewelry. As soon as you take them out, they depreciate. Right, right. But they paid three hundred thousand dollars for a car. You'll still get a buck fifty for it. Okay, at the worst. You get a buck if it's in mint condition. You'll get a buck fifty-four. Okay, so the dude's going. He's going to find a way to make some money. I don't think. I don't think 
being a professional athlete is in the top five of his priority list right now. I really don't. Yeah, I, listen, I agree. So you don't, I, you don't think he ever yeah. plays again? I think – okay, let me put it like this. I think he'll join the team for training camp. He'll go through the regimen of training camp. And somehow, some way, he's going to use this back issue as an excuse to delay the start of his season. I'll buy that. And delay and delay and delay. This show Isn't that the first game of the year? Isn't that, aren't they playing the first game against the Knicks? No, uh, the first no, Celtics. no, no, the, the Celtics? Sixers and the Celtics. Oh, uh, Celtics. I knew, yeah, someone, yeah, okay. All yeah, right. are the early Here, game, and then there's a West Coast game after that, yep. The first time he subject, he's subjected to consistent criticism, if he doesn't produce, yeah, okay, you're in one of the most critical, you think Philadelphia is critical, New York is just as critical, yeah, they're athletes. New York yeah. is a highly critical market. They, they, yeah. Derek, they're second class to the Knicks, though. No, no, no. I'm just saying in terms of yeah. me and fan base criticizing athletes. They're just as critical as Philadelphia. Yeah, Let the criticism right. be consistent. Let him get his butt out there in the court and not produce. And I, when I say produce, I'm talking double. I'm talking at least 20 points a game and at least six, seven, eight rebounds a game. Let him not produce at that level and see what happens to him. Well, oh, here's, here's the other thing. And even if you take the fans out of it, let's say teams are just doubling Kyrie and, and Durant. And they make the right basketball play and kick go. it to him. And he won't go. shoot it. That, go. it. It's not going to be the fans. It's going to be those two guys who there are not going to deal with that. Durant That's will absolutely right go off. He'll go off. He'll lose it. Yeah. Wait until wait till, wait till yep. the booze start raining down in Brooklyn. Wait till yeah. the booze start then raining down he's going to run out of there, too. And where are you That's going next? That's my point. Where are you where going? going? Siberia? Sacramento? Where are you going? Iceland? Where are you going? European well, guys, League? Well, let me let – me, um, I, I I can't think of it from that aspect. I got to think of it from a player's aspect of it. And you've been playing this sport your entire life since you were a young kid. And you have the ability to just keep on playing it. I, I, I just think that anytime, like I'd still be playing in the NFL if I could still play. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I think that's going to take over in them the want and the drive to go out there and compete at the highest level. And I think that's where things are going to change for him. He's going to start going out there and playing. You know, you it's, it's like it'll be like riding a bike to him. He can play, man. Uh, mentally, that's the only thing that's really derailing him from playing, anyways. But I, I mean, I think he's still good enough that he can play. He, he's a great player. He is a great player. Even with not shooting, he's still a great player. Yeah, a but great tell him, defender. tell him that, convince him of that. Because he could have played for Brooklyn last season. Yeah, played that's last the thing. season. I, yeah, you know, yeah. what I wonder is, Barrett, he might be able to just go back into autopilot because he's so big and athletic and talented. Yeah. But yeah. are you going to get better? Are you are you going to – like you're going to run into the same moments he ran into in that playoff series with the Sixers. You just are. Because Brooklyn's going to – if these three are playing together, they're going to be – I'm not telling you they're the best team in the East, but they're going to be a good team. They're going to be in the playoffs. If he's and, playing, yes. Yes. So – my point is, there are going to be moments, whether it's the regular season or possibly the postseason, where he's going to have to perform a duty that an NBA player has to perform. That's take a freaking shot from the outside, not just drive it to the basket, not drive and kick. You're going to have to shoot it. And then what? Because we all know he's scared. Well, I don't know if he really has to, because if you look at the way that team is constructed, I mean, you got three shooters, man, three shooters on that team that he can kick it to. I mean, we forget that, you know, they got, you know, Seth, Seth Perry's there. still there. Yeah. So that's three shooters, man, that, you know, they can kick it out to it. And he doesn't have to be that shooter. It just bodes well for him to be in that system because he won't have to do that. He could be the defender, the you know, and the point guard. They I mean, they got rid of shoot. Harding, so he'll be the point he's, guard. He's, he's got to shoot. 
He's got to shoot the ball. I, I think he's going to be ball. exposed. I and do. See, Chris D. Chris D. Just said exactly what I was about to say. B. Brooks, put Chris D.'s comment up there, Rob. B. Brooks, your mindset is a lot different than Ben's. See, there's a lot. There's a big difference. Yep. How how many how many young men do you know at the age of 25 had already made 67 million dollars? You're right about that. And we don't even we're not even talking about an endorsement deal. Now you know he got an endorsement deal deal being a high draft pick. We're not even talking about that money. We don't know that how was, much he made endorsements. You know what? I, now that I look at the um the stream, I haven't been looking at the stream. I'm looking at the stream, man. A lot they made making they're making great choices because I'm I'm looking at it from the aspect of a competitor, a guy that you know goes out there and competes, being an athlete, you know, outplaying the guy next to you. And they're absolutely right. You know, his mindset is totally different. Uh, that might be the, the cog that gets that machine roll, uh, rolling was when he starts losing that money. He gets about $5 million in that bank account. Like, oh, I got to yep. do something about this. Yep. All the, look, his, primary, his primary objective is to get paid and, and to be famous. I, I don't think it's to win championships. But, you know, look, we'll see. We'll see how it ends up in Brooklyn. Going to be interesting. That's for sure. You right. want to get paid. You want to get paid. You got to produce. You got to produce. Yeah. But he does have a guaranteed about, deal. Okay. I'm not talking about. I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking about mentally also. You've got to be able to produce. You've got to be able to digest. You know, people talk about the physical attributes of a professional athlete. There's a mental digestion also that you have to endure every day. Subjected to criticism, not being able to go out in public and just be a regular person. Yeah. Okay. Avoiding reading the press clippings about you, whether pro or con. Avoid listening to the radio. Avoid watching the news at night. Avoid watching and listening to sports talk shows on radio or TV or YouTube. There's a, there's a mental digestion that's just as important for a professional athlete as the physical attributes of playing a game. It's worse than it was when I was playing, too. You're right, D-Gun. Because you didn't have social media. media. There yeah. you go. And look, at how many, look at how many athletes daily get on social media and want to combat people over stuff that you know what turn your phone off turn your laptop off why would you why would you engage them because now they have you right where they want you and not only that all of a sudden 50 people who shouldn't be jumping in jumping in just to see if they can egg you on and you bite how many athletes bite all, the time. all of a sudden you see you see comments like a Jalen Rager he posts something in a rebuttal somebody said and then deletes it because he knew he shouldn't have done it in the first place well, I mean, yeah, when you, when you look at, um, just like you I mean, just Jalen Rager, for instance, um, you look at him and I look at the other receivers. He has everything that you want, speed, size. He has abilities that other guys don't have. And I don't see the same heart and, 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 and drive that I see and the other guys. I mean, when I'm watching, you know, when I'm watching AJ Brown practice, and I know that's the height of what you need to be as an athlete as far as a receiver. And I see the intensity level that he brings to the table, how he runs routes, how he finishes plays, how he goes and gets it. But then I look at Jalen Rager, and it looks like he's, he's practicing harder than he did last year, but it's still a drastic difference from what I see in, in AJ, AJ Brown's practice. Mm -hmm. So when I'm looking at it, it's looking like, all right, he's in slow motion. His intensity isn't there. But all in all, he is practicing at the level that's higher than he practiced last year. So it looks like he's, he's, he's dogging it when I compare over here. But you can't compare. 
you can't compare the two athletes because it's two different mindsets. So, I mean, I, I guess that's what it is, man. Yeah, I, I, will, I will also say this. If push comes to shove, if he really wants to just bow out and hide in the shadows, he could go back to Australia or go to Europe and play professional basketball over there and still make low seven figures. It might not be with the money he'll ever make in the NBA, but he can make low seven figures. Players have talked all the time. You go over to Europe. Now, it used to be you go to Europe and play. If you were prominent enough, and I'm talking about a middle-of-the-road NBA player is a prominent basketball player over in Europe because you played American basketball. They get seven-figure income. They get free lodging at a great hotel wow. or house. They also get free cars in a lot of cases to drive around while they're playing during the season. Okay, see, so he can make money. He's got multitudes of ways he can make money. He's 25 years old. Yeah, I just think his ego is such. He wants to be here with playing with the best in the world. He likes the notion of it. He likes the payment of it. But when it comes down to it at the biggest of moments, I don't know if he has what it takes. I don't think he has the, the, the stones. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. But look, that's, we'll see. I don't think he – I don't think – Rob, I don't, I don't think he really cares about playing at this stage of his life with the best of the best. I really don't. And look, if he's, if you, he, he's set up to succeed because he's there with Durant. He's there if Kyrie Irving's there. He's there with Kyrie Irving, Seth Curry. There's shooters there that he could just feed, and he doesn't even have to to do anything else but play defense. Really, for the most part, you can't, uh, have, you can't hide when you're six ten, and you're a high first round draft pick. You can't behind, you can't hide yeah. behind your teammates. You can't. You yeah. have any sport that you drafted in the top fifteen, you have to show your medal right away. I, even I get it. Even for the limited role, I, I rarely ever do this, but let me let me just pull this up. I, I get a kick out of this kind of sentiment, and uh, Dominique throws a lot of this kind of you know nonsense out there. So Philly was toxic. So your coach and your best player come at you publicly. That's what you consider coming at you. Really? Doc Rivers was asked if he's oh, the point guard of the future, said he wasn't sure. And Bede said, when was the turning point of the game? Probably when we turned down that dunk. That's coming at you now. That's the the thought process of this day and age that that's coming being at come at. You know, I don't know how y'all built, but somebody had come after me like that. I'm out. That's 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 weak. If no, that's what you're bailing no, on, no. okay, it's weak. It's absolutely weak. If that's mm. your thought process. No. So, anyway, no. you got you got to grow thicker skin. You just do. I mean, and that's not even. That wasn't even harsh to go, you know, take your ball and run home after something like that. You, you don't have what it takes. And it's not a he, Philly thing. It's a, why did he play last year? Why did he play in Brooklyn? Exactly. Ask yourself that. Why not only that, not only that, he gave us the ammunition. That yeah. man stood under the basket in a playoff game at a crucial point of a game. Wide open. Hit. Could have dunked. Yeah, a guy a foot smaller outside. and kicked it out. A guy and foot smaller. It back out. That's where it all started. But I love the thought process of that. Like it's it's everybody but Ben. And right. that's why yeah. he's yeah. been in, enabled with thoughts like Dominique has yeah. his whole life. That's how you get a guy that becomes a monster like Ben, because people like that enable him. They exactly. don't call him on the carpet and say, look in the mirror and say, guess what, dude? You have to shoot that shot. You have to develop a jump shot. You got to become tough. Exactly. You're we're right, man. Rob, you hit on the head, man. You hit on the head, call, bro. We're, we're not calling Ben out because he's a bad guy. We had called Ben out because we expected him to rise to the occasion in the biggest moment of the team season, the playoffs. Right. right. I mean, he had games he didn't even shoot in the fourth quarter. Correct. Yeah, and that's the problem, yeah. Man. Well, you know. You and you're maxed this. out. You're a max player. You're yes, max that's player. you're getting paid as such. So I mean, that's the like with me. You know, I 
I, I admit, man, I, I was in a situation like I'm playing against Green Bay and I'm going against Mr. White. I lost the game for us. I lost the game. I had to own it up. I, I lost it because I couldn't stop the best player to ever put on shoulder pads from getting to the quarterback, and I lost it. They, I gave up a sack and a half, and they came back and won the game because Barrett, I couldn't stop it. You bro. tried. But that's what I'm saying. That's, and that's the difference in my mindset. I was fighting my ass off. I was right. giving everything I had the entire game. Right. And it was still wasn't enough against Mr. White. Yeah. Why can't you have that mindset that, all right, right. I, I couldn't do it, bro. I, yes. I tried my best. I gave it all. I held on to him. Yeah. And 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 took a ride, but I lost the game for it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with 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 you know being accountable for it. You know, Absolutely. I had to go in front of the people and say, hey, look, but, I lost the game for us. My apologies. I mean, I, I mean I'll I'll work harder. I'll try to get better. Sure. That's what it is. Yeah, and, and look, like I'll give you an example. Tasty Flowers says, we forget he was never a shooter, needed a team built to his skill set. First of all, there's no comparison to Giannis because Giannis shoots, right. okay? If you watch Giannis play, Giannis will shoot a three. He'll shoot from the outside. And he shouldn't be shooting threes. Shoot. He's not right. afraid to shoot at all, okay? And they tried to build a team around him, and he still didn't shoot. Bend it. it, it it's just there's plus, everybody wants to make excuses for this guy. It's wild to me, man. Plus, it's plus wild. let us remember, he's a 6'10 point guard. You mean to tell me he can't post up and shoot five or ten times a game? Really? Yeah. Five or ten times a game? Yes. And and the difference is Giannis worked on that part of his game. That's, a, that's the big thing right exactly. there. That's the most okay. damning thing exactly. right there. Ben keeps doing it. Ben knows he can drive it to the basket and dunk over smaller guys. He knows he's athletic. Like that. that we all know that. Nobody denies that. But you got to get better. How are you getting better? That's the That's, problem. All right. Daz deals. Come on, man. Yeah. Game of We're, Thrones, bro. Yes. All right. So and let's then, uh, let's House, House of Dragons is on point. I hear you. Let's uh, let's jump into some football when we get back. Barrett, we haven't had your take on the preseason game, man. We got to we got to go through the offense, the defense. Uh, we got cut down day today. They get it down to eighty today, and then the big one is next week. You go from eighty to fifty three, man. That's the biggie. So we will dive into all of that. Don't go anywhere. D-Gun, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, knowing who to trust with your finances, yes, it can be a scary proposition. And I was right there in the front of that line. I didn't know who to trust. I had you know, the wrong people. I was trying to do it myself. I found the right person, and that's Jim Murray at Principal Financial Group, whether it's retirement planning, 401K review, insurance review. If you have a small business and you're trying to set up your employee benefits, that's another resource that Jim can help you with. I know personally I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k roll over to Jim, and I couldn't be any happier. You can give him a call, 610-996-4751, and he can help you, 610-996-4751. Or you could email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's murray dot Jim at principal.com.
plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with Action News and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com, and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather. The team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. What's up, friends? Welcome back in Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Appreciate everybody hanging with us, everybody in the chat section, everybody streaming, everybody listening. Smash that like button. I want to remind everybody, we talked about this right off the top, but uh, just uh, to let everybody know, because this is big-time news, man. So on our Jacob Sports Eagles postgame show, look who is joining that crew. Look who's joining D-Gun, Mike Missanelli, Seth Joyner, and Devin Kane. How about the one and only, the man who didn't give up a sack last year, Lane Johnson, pave the lane, will be joining the show after each and every game, giving his insights. And you you guys pointed it out, man, right off the top. This guy, there, there is no filter. It is unvarnished. It's coming at you. And it's going to be right after the game, too, which is the beauty. Like, there's not going to be a lot of time. Oh, what should I on Monday? Well, should I phrase this? No, boom. He's going to give you the straight the straight dope, as they say. So uh, very exciting news, guys. Hey, when I, talk, when I talked to Lane about joining us a few months ago, he said, D-Gun, what do you think? I said, dude, it's a platform for you to say what you feel and, and not have to worry about being politically correct. I said, you know, Seth, you know me. Um, dude, let's have some fun with He goes, I'm in. Yes. I said, okay. I said, yeah. now you work it out with uh, Joe Kraus, you know, who's the CEO of Jacob uh, Sports Media YouTube Network. And, uh, you know, we go from there. So we've been sitting on this for a while. But, uh, yeah, I'm so happy to have Lane on because – 
the thing is, uh, on the channel that we're on, there is no there is no bleep buttons. There, <laughs> there is no seven second delay. Yes. Uh, Lane can say what he wants to say, how he wants to say it. That's that's entirely you. up to him. Yeah, so. it's gonna be cool. And so Lane's quote yeah. is: "Joining this lineup of talent on the Jacob." Post game show is an incredible opportunity for me to connect with the best fans in the NFL in real time after the game. So that's coming from the one and only Lane Johnson. So good stuff there. Unfiltered. Um, he's going to be unapologetic about what he says. Yeah. You might not want to hear what he says, but he's going to give it to you. He's going to give that's, it to you, man. Yeah, that's that's a great thing about Lane. You know, he yep. he's going to give you what's in his heart, man. And that's and that's, that's that's you know what you want half the time. You know. It's, you got to take the good with the bad, you know what yeah, I'm saying? The yeah. good with the bad. Well said. Well and said. That's, and that's a good thing. You know, um, it, it's a good thing for us because, you know, you, you don't want somebody who's going to give you the the corporate answer when things go bad. Company right. line. You know, the company line. Yeah, got to do a better job. Bad. You're not going to get yeah, that. You know, you're going to get exactly what he feels at that moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it might be bad for him because you don't want to alienate. And I'm not saying he would alienate teammates. Sure. But but he, in a general term, Lane, Lane is very good in a general broad picture of saying right. exactly what the fan base is saying. Oh, no. And, and look, and holds himself just as accountable as anybody absolutely. else. Just, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's going to be fun. Well, Barry, since you were you had your fun experience yesterday at the uh, at the dentist office, you, you didn't get a chance to, uh, to talk about the preseason game, man. Um, and Gunnar and I, went through both sides of the ball, but I want you to be able to do that too. give you the opportunity. Cause guess what, man, their practice is starting tomorrow in Miami. You got yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, and then game on Saturday. So they're kind of right back at this thing, but let's go through a Barrett. So the first two drives, let's go offense first, first two drives, heavy Boston Scott, heavy game. Well, both netting in a touchdown resulted in a touchdown. Uh, let's start with those two drives first and what your, your impressions were. Uh, you know what? They're trying to convince me that this court, this running back by committee is going to work somehow. I, I still think that you need not necessarily a bell cow back, but a consistent back. You know, um, I still think that they need a bigger back. But, you know, both, you know, both backs show that they're very capable of running in, in, in situations where they're, you know, going downhill. And as long as that offensive line plays up to expectations, they'll be good. I mean, what if you have a, you know, a line that's just as good as that offensive, uh, offensive line, a D-line that can go out there and, and, and create penetration. Sometimes, you know, you need that bowling ball to knock those pins down. And, uh, you know, they look good in this preseason game. Twos going against twos, you know, they look good. But both guys have the potential to be in the starter for us throughout the season. And, um, you know, as I watched the game, I loved the first two drives. You know, they did everything you want to do. They ran a the stretch play, you know, to perfection. You know, stretch being, you know, they're trying to get the ball to the outside. They block two guys down, pull the front side guard in the center around. And they have found a diamond in the rough with Cam Jurgens. Cam is by far the best center playing from out of that draft right now. And I was saying he was 1B to, um, to uh, you know, the I think his name is Humphrey. Not Humphrey. Um, forget that. The first round centered. Well, uh, uh... Uh, well, well, put it like this, he should have been in the first round. He should have been a first round pick. Yeah, the kid, the kid out of uh, Iowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he has everything, man. He can pull. He can secure. You know, he's a little bigger than Kelsey, so he can secure that uh, secure that line of scrimmage. He can hit a guy head up on him and drive him back. You know, he doesn't necessarily need a double team to come off the rock and move a guy. 
So in that instance, he might be a little better than Kelsey, but he has all the intentions that Kelsey has of being able to move out in space, get up on the second level. Tyler Lindenbaum. Thank you, Tyler. Lindenbaum. Thank you, yes. Jalen. Tyler, Jaylen, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't want to feel like looking at John Jalen. Yep. John, too. Yeah, John got it. Yep. Thanks, John. Um, oh, and also, uh, happy birthday uh, next shift, Randy. Happy birthday. Oh, it's his birthday? Yeah, today's yep. All right. Next shift, Randy. Good work out of you. Yeah. So, but um, him and that offensive line, the twos look good. But then after that, man, it, it just went all to hell. You know, those, those you know, the, the you know. Well, we'll get into the defense. So let me just stay on the offense for a minute. I thought Minshew looked solid. I'm not telling you he yes, was great. Sir. He, although he, he looked solid. He's and, a gamer. He's not really a practice guy. He's a gamer. Yeah, 100%. And I, and I thought um, I thought Deion Kane really, really Deion Kane, showed up. He's going to make it tough. I mean, now, you know, hey, talk about hey, Barry, did you see, did you see me tweet when I said during the game, Deion Kane is about to cost somebody a job? <laughs> I, you know, I'll be looking at that tweet and I'll be doing those tweets. Uh, I don't do it. I just watch the game, man. I'm, right. I'm, I, I, um, I'm looking at him and he's making it tough. He's making it tough, man. I don't think the number, the numbers necessarily are folding in his favor. Um, I, why, I why not? If they keep six, why not? I still don't think it's he fits in because I know me and you go at it. We we've gone at this, you know, the entire offseason about Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager is going to be on this squad, man. even though Deion Kane is better than he is right now. Wait, wait, say it again. Kane is better than him. Yeah, he's miles ahead of him. Here we go. As, I'm with you. Day, I still think Rager's here unless he gets he's traded. Miles ahead of him. He's a better player. In fact, he came out in what eighteen. So yeah, like he, yeah he, he, he was with the Colts. He got hurt and bounced Two years around with a the little. Colts. Yep. Uh, he was um, he was here for a minute, you know, um, on the practice squad. He yeah, was last in, year. Yep. He was in Baltimore. You know, he's he's had some time in the league. He's 26 years old. Right. And the practice squad, not like he used to be. You know, not only do they have, I think, 15 players they can put on practice squad, but they also can put guys on that don't qualify. You see, you could, it used to, you couldn't be a vested player and be on the practice squad. Now it doesn't matter. You could be vested and be on the practice squad. So that's going to help a lot of veteran players uh, get paid. And it's like 15 grand a week <laughs> being on the mm-hmm. practice squad. But um, I don't I don't think that, you know, the number counts are, is, is in his favor. If they keep six, I still think they keep Covey before they keep him because Covey plays special teams. Although okay. he hasn't right. done much, Barrett, in the, in the games. He absolutely hasn't. He absolutely hasn't. All right, then let me, let me put it to you like this. Devontae, A.J. Quez, Zach Pascal. Let's say they keep five. Who's your fifth one? Who's your fifth? Rager. Okay. Is he? What if De- De- We just said Deion Kane. De- Look, those two catches he made, those two catches he made in that game, and I understand they're playing to second back. and third. Back to back. Yes. Down the sideline. One over tough coverage. The second one. Perfect back shoulder, back shoulder catch, adjusted his body perfectly, and let's move ahead to the second half when he he caught that out pattern. I thought he was out of bounds. Controlled his body, got what his feet catch. in. Hmm. What a catch! Okay, both, both I don't care who's cutting. Yeah, the bottom, line, the, field, yep. the bottom line is making plays when your numbers call. That young man made plays every time his number called. Can we say that about any of the other pass catchers? No. High, high tower. Rager, nope. Nope. now De- Devin Allen had a nice catch. I give him that, you know. Okay, but so so that's why I'm saying Kane is about to make it extremely tough if they decide they're going to keep extra offensive linemen. 
Something has to give somebody somewhere else. And we've already talked about this. Something has to give it another position. So if they keep five receivers, if I'm sitting behind closed doors with my decision makers, evaluating ta- talent, Deion Kane's name has to be in that conversation. Derek, I agree. You're 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 looking at this too logically. <laughs> I, I get it. I, like I agree. He's outplayed him. Like he he he's more deserving. But we know there's sometimes more to these decisions. Absolutely. Okay, Rob, okay, you're not doing your team justice then. Okay, if that, and I agree with you 100. percent If that is the logic, Dabney, look at Dominique Dabney's. Uh, yeah. Put put it up on the screen, please. Uh, bruh. bruh. Rager's going to be here, man. <laughs> yes. Dominique, I agree. Uh, look, Derek, I'm unless you get straight. I'm not trying to talk my way into anything. Listen, I'm in, just saying. No, I don't think you're trying to talk your way into it. Here, no, here's man, what I think. No, no. I, I, you've been steadfast the whole time he's not going to be here. I, I will 100% give you that. Right. I, I think if he, I think there's a chance he could be traded. Let me be really clear. Like okay, that okay. All right. clears it up that. if that, if that happens. That. But I think if they're unable to move him, that's why how I think he's going to be here. I think uh, I'll say I'll say yeah. the same thing. I, I, if they don't trade him, he's going to be on this roster. Can they afford to have six receivers? No. Right. And, and, and but he, here's the one thing that you have to give Reger out of that the crew that we're talking about. If we're not talking about Covey, I'm saying he at least returns. <laughs> he, he doesn't do it well, but he at least returns punts. <laughs> yep. Uh, John Dickerson. Only Rob E can talk people out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it, John. I, I know where you work. No. Um, no, but 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 I just if they had distinguished if somebody had distinguished themselves as a punter and kick returner, then I may I may feel different. There you go. But nobody. Th- th- this is a big area of need for this team that's being overlooked because they're so special deep teams is being overlooked. Yes, they, they really time. are being overlooked, man. They yeah. lost it, lost it, the first preseason game. Yeah. Let, let um, me let me go ahead, Baron. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm glad. All let of- me let, let me reiterate what I've said. The reason why I feel Rager it, it, it could be on the guillotine, it's because, and I've said this before several times between May and I'll say it again to between May and I'll say it again today. If there was ever a time that Howie Roseman could get out from under high draft picks, not producing the way we want, we think it should have produced by now. It's this year because of the addition of AJ Brown. Because of what we've seen from Devontae Smith, he's added another receiver in, in, in Pasquale. We know what Quez Watkins has unlimited potential. I guarantee you, if, if A.J. Brown – now, now in, in other years where they were limited in pass catchers, if you got rid of a Jalen Rager, and I'm not here advocating getting rid of Jalen Rager so people get that out your mind. I'm just saying when you look at the numbers and the productivity up to this point, any any past years when they didn't have a wealth of talent and versatility in that position, people would be reading the riot act and how you b- bombed out on a first round pick. Okay. Yes. But because of the depth and the versatility and the youth potential youth on this team right now, I think it would be a whisper whether he was cut or traded. It would be a whisper. And you're right, Rob. There's a good possibility he could be traded. Could, yeah. You're right. They got rid of J. Joe. J. Joe was a high second round pick, right? Yeah. People have been screaming for what since last year. Why is he still on the team? Why is he not on the team? They got well, rid of him. See, I, I think you make a lot of sense, Derek. I and I've always been of the mindset, and this goes back to when before I started covering sports when I was a fan. I'd rather an organization just admit a mistake and move on, rather than compound it by keeping a guy around. 
I would really, I, honestly, like I would give the Eagles credit if they, if he was one of the cuts, I just, it, it doesn't feel like that. I, I, hey, maybe look, I'm Arizona, wrong. Arizona admitted a year later, they made a mistake on Sam Rosen, didn't they? He's gone. Yep. Gone. The very yeah. next year went to Miami. Yeah, yeah. Kyler Murray right. was drafted the next year. Thank you. Sometimes yeah. you got to cut bait for the betterment of the team. I think they've tr- look. I think they're trying to move him. I'm not saying that you you won't be able to move him for a sixth or a right. seventh. Or, I think you could, but but uh, who knows? Maybe there just isn't a market, man. Well, there I, isn't a market for a player, player that can't play. Yeah, I mean, you know that's and that's where it is. I mean, I I thought he was having a good enough camp that he could fight his way back and become a, a um, you know a. At least, at least a fifth receiver on the team. Yeah, I just don't see the, I don't see the drive that I see in do, other. Do you players. guys remember the game? I think it was his second catch. He had two catches, and I think it was the second one. There was one guy there. If he makes a cut, the guy bites, and 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 Rager could have been gone. Uh, and he just, you're just waiting for that big play out of him, and you just don't see it. He had us fooled that first game. We came his first game. The first pass he catches like a fifty yard bomb from Carson. Right, and they were and they ended up losing the game. He's been horrible ever since then. Yeah, and he had the one punt return in Green Bay, right? I mean, other than that, it just feels like there haven't been any big plays at all. If, if he right. if he's still on his roster when they cut down to fifty three, I hope and pray that he elevates his game to a whole nother level, and everybody gets off his neck, you know, and he can he go out there and have a great career, even if he's the fourth or fifth receiver. But as of right now, based on training camp, based on preseason games. The fact that you don't even see him back there punt on punt returns, what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. What does that tell you? What, why would you why would you keep him if he's not going to be a productive entity? Yeah. He's not even your top, he's not in your conversation right now as your top four options. <laughs> Think right. about it. Think no, about I, it. I, bro, you're not you're not trying to talk us into it. Yeah, we Derek, we're we're on your same page, like uh, as far as what it is. It, I, I just as far as what he's been. I you, I couldn't agree with you more. It's impossible for me to agree with the, your sentiments more. I just I'm just telling you what I think the Eagles are gonna do. I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope said, I'm wrong. Yeah, it's impossible right. for us to think that Jalen Rager belongs on this team because of what he has done. Right, right. That's yeah. what we're trying to say. For what right. he has done, right. he does not belong to, on this team. Absolutely. Now, what he is puts him on this team. Yeah. Well, and we'll what see, he is we'll a first round draft choice, yeah, that they see potential in, and how he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to let that go because he, you know, if you say there's I a see, chance, I there's see, a I chance. See, I see potential in Deion Kane. What was, I, whose potential would you rather have right now? Same. I, 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 Deion Kane's got good size and he can run. I wish he could return punts and kicks, man. But um, that might be the saving grace for Rager. We'll see. Look, we'll see. And that was. To me, there was a lot of interesting things in that game. Let's go to the other side, Barrett. This is where I was more disappointed. Um, I thought the defense looked, frankly, bad. And they did. They, they did. Were, like, I, I thought Jordan Davis, I thought N'Kobe Dean would, would, against their twos, would play a lot better than they played. And they were really just quiet more yep. than anything else. Yep. And and it, it turns out that that offensive line for uh, for Cleveland turned out to be a little bit better yeah. than what they thought. Derek made the comp to the Eagles' backups, like how good, they, how much depth they Absolutely. have on the offensive line. Yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland has one of the best offensive lines in the wealth in the game. Yep, this, it wasn't like they were they, they averaged 145 yards rushing the game last year. That's no fluke. No, nope. Cleveland is very good at finding offensive line. We because they, we consider them the mistake by the lake. <laughs> we don't. 
We don't look at Cleveland because they've never won anything. We don't look at Cleveland in that light. Cleveland is very good and very deep along that offensive line. Yes, right. they are. And they're very good and deep at the running back position. Yes. And they ran all over that defense. Yes. Yes. And I saw, I actually saw um, Gannon trying to stop the bleeding and putting in that 50 front where they had the center, um, a, a nose guard right over the center and the two tackles over the three techniques. I mean, over the uh, guards at three technique, trying to stop the bleeding, mm-hmm. which opened them up to the pass. So they couldn't get pressure on with that 50 front. So there's a lot of holes in that defense. Um, after that first that first team, the second team and third team have sucked. Yeah, maybe they don't, they don't have the, the depth that we thought on the deep. Like no, we always they talk don't. About, like the well, offensive line, did, yeah. deep, yep. defensive line, maybe not, you know, maybe not in general on that side of the ball. Maybe you're a little thin there. No, it's not maybe. They are a lot thin. Yeah. And I, I don't see them. I don't see them at this point, you know, uh, getting rid of some guys that they should get rid of and, and they don't belong on this team. Like, I, I was I was always hesitant in watching that defensive line from last year. You know what I mean? And the, the backups that they had, the backups that I thought were – like, I, I don't understand the kid from 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 um, LSU – not LSU, but uh, USC being a player. What's his name? Marvin uh, – hold on a second. I'll get it right now. Uh, Marlon – to uh, yeah. Tui Polutu, yep. Tui yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't feel as though he was a good player, and it showed in this last game. He did nothing. Marvin Wilson, he tried to peak at times, but he didn't <laughs> do enough. Peak. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I want more out of him too. Me too. Matt Leo, I thought he was going to be a player. They just hadn't gave him a shot. Yeah, he was getting his ass kicked. Yep. Teron Jackson is still that dude. Yeah, he could play, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Job was good. Job, Job was good. Yes. Job's going to make this team. Yes, he is. He's gonna make this team. Um, Zach McPherson was good, also. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got you know, both of those guys. Both of those corners will, will will be on this squad, which is why I think that you know they're only gonna carry five receivers because of that. Hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I saw five receivers. Uh, Amandi. I mean, uh, Amandi <laughs> played okay. Yeah. Uh, Tart played okay, also. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Jaguaski Tart. Yep. So both of them showed up. They love uh, Andre Sashir. So how do you have this number count that you can have six receivers when you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah. Yeah. seven DBs that you have to keep on the side? Something's got to give. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I think there's a trade coming. And Howie's always, always, almost always pulls the trigger before we get to the first regular season game. I think something's going to happen. And he's not going But then I also look at the depth that uh, the offensive line get just, you know, talking about depth as far as where, you, where guys are going to be at. Yeah. I thought my guy Cody Wusica, he played terrible at tackles. Like after Jack Driscoll and um and um and Dillard left the game, yeah, the edges were horrible. We couldn't stop anybody from coming off the edges. Yeah. Cleveland's defensive ends kicked the second team's butt, dog. Jared Wilson, I mean Williams, Jared mm-hmm. Williams got crushed. He got bent over backwards. Uh, look at it, um, LaRaven Clark. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a hopeful. Got crushed. Yeah. Got ran through. That's yeah. second. He might be in trouble. He might be in trouble. Yeah. yeah. I can't let's, see it. Let, let's go back to what we were talking about, Tart, for just a moment. I said this yesterday, Baron. I want your, I want your perspective on this. Now, I agree with what you and Rob said, and I said it yesterday that I thought Tart played a decent game. 
But there's still, I, I still have the question. Why did a rugged defense like the 49ers let him go, number one? They let him go, and just yesterday, <clears throat> the 49ers go out and sign a veteran safety to Sean Gibson. Now, you already have one in-house who didn't cost you a lot of money, who knew your system inside and out, who played for you for a couple of years under Shanahan, um, uh, Kyle Shanahan's coaching staff. You let him go, and then you had to go out and get another proven veteran to put on the back end of that defense. So my question is, why? Now, if he was a big money guy and it was a number crunching thing, I get that. It wasn't a number crunching thing with him. Okay? I, I, so, I, you're right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So I what, think, you know, yeah. What, what is it about that we're missing? It's coverage. He's a safety that can't cover. That little coverage thing. Yeah. The, the, you know, you, you might have to be out on the slot and cover a receiver. And you don't want that to happen. Now, he's great at coming down. Like, if you change his jersey number to like a 50 number and you put him in a box, <laughs> he could play linebacker. He'd be a great will linebacker. Uh, but do you have to go out there and cover? That's when you get exposed. You got to be able to cover. Safeties in this game have to be multidimensional now. You can't just go in and think that you can come downhill and you can be that box safety. You can't. You got to yeah. do more than just be a box safety. You got to be able to play in the slot, cover guys. That's why I see a lot of cornerbacks that make the progression from corner to safety. When you come into the league as just a safety, you either progress from being a deep safety, then you get a little older, you go down to box safety, you get a little older, you end up in linebacker, you're out of the league. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, there's only a few brutal bakers in this league that can go out and play everywhere on the field as far right. as being a safety. Right. These, you know, Tart, um, tar, I think, is just a box safety. Yeah. And his coverage really hampers his ability to be a game changer. And, you know, that's why um, San Fran let him go. He just mm -hmm. can't cover to what you need to do. You need to cover. It's going to be hard for him to cover tight ends and running backs out of the backfield, let alone go on out there and covering a um, receiver in the slot. Yeah. All right. When we come back, uh, we're going to keep the Eagles talk going. And we're going to dive into a couple things. Five things we are comfortable with, five things we're concerned about. Interest in Kareem Hunt in terms of a trade. Would you, Barrett? We, uh, we'll dive into that with you. Uh, where's the bar set? Philadelphia Minute. All right. There's a, there's a teaser for you. We'll get into that a little bit more when we get back. Uh, where's the bar set for you as far as playoffs? Is it one game? Is it two game, et cetera? We'll get into that. Uh, a little later, the Eagles may be getting a couple of breaks when it comes to injuries already. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Phillies win last night. They bounce back. We'll dive into that. As well, don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk pro-action restoration because pro-action restoration is there in your time of need. If you have flooding, if you have water issues, if you have smoke, if you have fire, if you have mold, they are the people that you call. I have called them. They have come out and taken care of my problem. They were clean. They were fast. They were reasonable. The crew was beyond professional. They are unbelievable, and they're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to help you out. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They serve the tri-state area and have been for more than two decades. They will work in conjunction with your insurance company. Again, proaction if it's water, if it's fire, if it's smoke, if it's mold remediation. If you're not really sure, give them a call. They will let you know. You can consult with them. 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or you can visit them online at ProActionRestoration.com, ProActionRestoration.com.
plan your day with confidence. Definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand. And keep your family safe with action news and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Well over seven inches of rain. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising right now. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. On TV, on 6abc.com. And on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you. Action News and AccuWeather, the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. On the field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. everybody welcome on back we are sports take we are with you each and every day monday through friday 12 to 3 eastern three hours of power we like to provide for you and again you can check out check out all of our interviews all of our football segments you just go to jacobsports.com you go to uh, jacob sports youtube network you can go back check out all the podcasts tell a friend smash that like button everybody all right so um Let's start with the five things we, we are we are concerned about, five things we feel really comfortable with. Let's start on the positive. Let's go the five things that we are comfortable with. D gun. Why don't you why don't you hit a hit a couple here for us? Um, how many do you want me to mention, first of all? Let go as many as you want. It's up your call. We can you kind mean, of we'll okay. ping pong back and forth. Um I'll just give my five and then we can go back and dissect, you know, our our thoughts and stuff. So I feel really good about the offensive line. Depth, versatility, defensive line, depth, versatility, the starting cornerbacks, the linebackers, and the head coach. Those are my five I feel good about. That's good five. How about you, Baxter? Just like him, O-line being number one. Um, I like Nick Sirianni's 
new coaching style, being more of a guy that's going to hover around everything as opposed to just being focused just on the receivers slash offensive play call. Um, I also like the way the defense is turning out with the starters. I, I, I like the starters. I love their, um, you know, their ability to go out there and run most, multiple fronts. I like how they're going to be able to, you know, come in and have depth that guys coming in and, and, and playing at a high level. It doesn't drop off, mm-hmm. you know, after the starters. Um, I also like the way our linebacking situation is. You know, I love the depth we have at linebacker. I love we have guys that are playmakers there. And I also like their ability to rush the passer. So, I mean, it's virtually the same thing, Derek. I just yeah. said it in a different yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I, I that's okay. If, so if I put yeah, yeah, put pass rush, the head coach, um, linebackers being aggressive, and O line. You like it. All right, I'm I'm going to start with I love the return game. I love the depth at safety. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I had I like, you guys. What? I had you guys what? for a second. I was I was like, like, Derek, I, Derek was like, "Wait, what?" Like, right, right. I said. Yeah, I know. I know. I so I love the look on both your faces. So anyway, I I, I had we, you know we can't joke. You know we're gonna do. It. Um, I, I Dan makes an interesting. Cilio makes a, an interesting point, and this that's where I was gonna start. Uh, I love the fact that they have the best offensive line coach in the game, and it feels like even if injuries happen, you could plug other guys in, and you're gonna be okay. Yes, they they did a good job drafting guys, but they also have someone there to develop them and teach them a system, which I feel great about. And it's inevitable in that league, unfortunately, that somebody's going to go down. So I feel great about the offensive line and the offensive line coach. Uh, I feel really good. It feels nice to be able to say that they have quality linebackers for the first time in a long time. Like that is such a strange thing to to be said before an Eagle season. So. That's huge to me. Uh, You're able to, right? (laughs) Yeah. And, and Barrett, here's the great thing too. You don't have to depend on the Kobe Dean to be the guy right away. He can, he can learn a little bit. He can kind of take his time, get acclimated to things where you're not just throwing him out there. So uh, I I would certainly go offensive line coach, offensive line. Let me throw another one there. Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott figured it out last year, man. And he was money. He, He was the guy that, you know, took over in 2017 and was spectacular again last year. So I feel real good about, uh, uh, oh, you got a 52-yarder? All right. Uh, I feel good about Jake Elliott drilling a 52-yarder. So I would say Jake Elliott would be the other one. I would say also, and this is kind of in relation to the linebackers, you know, it's it's really, for me, exciting that you have two studs. Because how many times have we said in this league at receiver, the teams don't just have one, they have two. Go look at the playoff teams, and almost every one of them have a quality complementary guy. And I don't think A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith are compliments. I think they're both studs in their own right. But the Eagles now are catching up to speed with the rest of the league. It's You're not depending on – not to keep beating that dead horse, but Jalen Rager or somebody else who's not quite there. So I think that's a, that's a big, big thing uh, for me. And I would say, lastly, I truly believe that this team is going to be one that gets to the quarterback. And last year they were second to last in sacks. And I think that could be flipped on its ear. Like, I think they can be a top five team in terms of sacks this year. Yep. So that, that's what that's what I feel great about. And and I they're really uh, huge upgrades in this offseason that this team made, talent-wise. So I would go with that. Barrett, give me a couple concerns. I don't know if you have, you don't have to go necessarily five, but you want to give me some concerns. Go ahead. Um my my biggest concern is actually special teams in our return game. 
um, you know, our return game has not been one that, you know, I'm used to having here in Philadelphia. Coach Phipp was was a guru. Harbaugh was a guru at that. Yeah. You know, we used to use that as a decided weapon that helped our defense and offense, flipping mm-hmm. the field, getting us going in the right direction. We don't have that right now. Right. We don't have a good starter. Um, also, our depth at the secondary. Yes, Josh Job has stepped up a little bit. Zach McPherson has stepped up. But do you trust anybody coming in? Is, is Josiah a guy that you can trust going in there and playing nickel corner if, if, if Vontae Maddox isn't, isn't playing well? Right. You know, do you trust him enough to go in there? Those are the three guys that we're going to have in there. Josh Job, Zach McPherson, or or what's his name? Uh, Josh. Um, Josiah Scott. I mean, Josiah Scott. Josiah Scott. Those are the three guys. Safety position. Who knows? I need to find another guy opposite of Epps that's going to be able to fill the void. Harris, he's not going to he's not going to beat you, but does he have that playmaking ability to be that box safety that you know everybody looks to to be the enforcer? Looks to get those tackles for loss. Who can cover in a corner? Who can cover as a, like a corner uh, out on the slot? Do we have that? Hmm. I don't know if we got that right now. Um, then I then. Right now, I'm still kind of lost as far as what we're going to do with the tight end position. You know, Jack Stahl, still the guy. You know, Jack Stahl, um, Grant Calcaterra hasn't been healthy. Yeah, he just got back. Yeah. yeah. And, and and we don't know about Tyree Jackson. Like, when when is he going to be able to get back on the field? We have no idea. So then you have a numbers game. I mean, Noah uh, to go, what's his name? Yeah, who's, who's played pretty well in, in fairness. Well enough to, to be on this team. Yeah, well enough. And then you still have Richard Rogers, who's still here. Old man, reliable. Yeah. So I mean, those those are really my my biggest concerns right there. Yeah. And look, I think they're all real. I I do. I buy it. How about you, Gunner? Um, I start with the punting game. Field position is so important in today's game that when you lack field position, you can make an average opposing offense look that much better because they have a short distance to go to get points, the points on the board. Uh, I'm not. I'm not 100% sold that Sippa is the answer um, to the punting game yet. Yep. Uh, that remains to be seen. Yep. Um, next would be the punt return game. We've talked about it every day. We don't know what this return game is going to look like right now. We don't know who's going to be back there, fielding punts for them, and should they be back there for that matter, fielding punts for them? You know. And Barry, you missed it. I talked about a young man yesterday. I saw. I taped seven games over the weekend, and I had to peek in on the Dallas game. And Dallas has this, this returner named Cavante Turpin yeah, who, who returns a punt and a kickoff for a touchdown. And his story is incredible. 26 years old, never got a shot in the NFL, played in every league that you can possibly play in on the planet, European league, fan control league. He was the MVP of the USFL this spring. This kid comes out and is lighting it up in the return game. And yeah, Dallas yeah. finds it by accident. Yeah, he has some uh, domestic uh... – uh, he did issues. He you did know, younger in his bad. life. Yeah. So yep. yeah, man, he's he's the real deal, man. And people, you know, people outside of Philly are investing in their special teams. They're you know they're they're yeah. they're allowing returners to be you know yeah be guys you could you know count on for making the team. Yep. I don't know if we necessarily can do that here in Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, another concern I have is safety. You know, I don't care if it's a starting safety or the depth is safety. I'm still not comfortable with our safety situation. We know Marcus Epps has potential. Anthony Harris is what he is. 
they brought Tart in here. Uh, hopefully, Tart can can solve some of the questions that we have about the safety. But then again, we don't know until we see it. So right yep. now, as we sit here today, that's a question mark. Um, my other concern is the depth at running back. You know, our, your lead running back right now is dealing with a hamstring issue, as is a lot of players across the league at this stage of training camp dealing with hamstring. But but health issues has been a big problem with this young young man. You know who I'm talking about. Don't even have to say the name. We know he has a potential to be a game changer every time he touches the ball, whether it's in a run or catching a, a pass out in the flats or a screen. He has the ability and the acceleration to take it to the house on any given play, but we don't know when and for how long he's going to be available. We don't. And finally, my big concern, one of my concerns is the quarterback. Okay? He's Ooh. looked good. He's looked good, but we still have to see it. He's see, Derek, good. I'm not – I, I, I'm not. I'm not with that anymore. Okay. I, yeah, I, really, Barrett. So you've you've, you've turned the page completely and, and feel like he's going to be not just serviceable, good. Yes. Yes. Wait, I've I, turned I, the I page. gotta see. Okay. I gotta see it. I've seen it. You've seen it in control scrimmages. You've seen it briefly in what one series in a preseason game. Okay. I gotta see it. I just. Well, I, gotta, I gotta see it. And, and that I think it's. A, I think it's. I think it's a viable uh, concern right now because I haven't seen it in a real game situation, this improved improvement that we've, I've heard you talk about because you've been out to so many practices and, and everybody else has talked about, I still need to see it. There's nothing wrong with that. I understand it. Nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, and I understand the concern. I hear people, you know, Daz deals, Barrett, he hasn't proven anything yet. I understand all that stuff, but I'm looking at it from the aspect of what he brings to the table. I'm not looking at it like he's going to go out there. He's not going to be Brady. He's not going to be, Patrick Mahomes. I don't expect what that he, but what yeah. he is is going to be somebody that's going to win you games. Okay, and that's that's the capacity which we need to you know have all players. Can this guy win us a game? I think he can. Can he put it on his shoulders and him win us a game? I think he can take a game over. You know, I think he's at that point in his career where yes, you're giving him the weapons now. Yes, he has to go out there and prove it. But I'm I'm a little I'm more comfortable now with him being able to lead this team and win games for this team than I am with Gannon going out there and calling an aggressive game um, over the course of the season, being aggressive at all times, you know, letting the hounds lose, letting them dogs go eat. I don't know if I can still trust Gannon to do that. If it gets but, see, the, but, I, but the operative word in your statement is think. You said the word think three times. I think he can do it. And it goes back to what I said. I, th- I, I, I hope it is. I hope everything that you've said from training camp observations to what we've seen in a limited role, he was perfect on that first drive. He came out and went down the field and balled, you know, um, I, I, I think, I think we're going to see improvement. Uh, it's imperative. We see an improvement, but see I got to say, that is, I gotta see say that is, medication this, for your tooth. This is no, this is a Meprazole. This this keeps my stomach from you know what I'm saying uh, you know antacids and stuff. What? This is what I'm thinking you know what I'm saying for omeprazole. I don't need it anymore. Hurts oh, wow. is gonna be all right. That's a bold move, man. Hurts is gonna be all right. He's tossing the pills, Derek. Yeah, I don't need he it. Would, I'm not gonna have an upset stomach. Worried about him going out there and controlling the situation. He wouldn't have to eat. He wouldn't have to take them pills if he left that dog on White Castles alone. <laughs> Yeah. So, Barrett, but here's the question I have for you, then. and good line, Derek. Um, you feel like he can beat the winning teams because that – and I and – I, let me be clear. 
when they got smoked by most of the good teams, both sides of the ball were getting smoked. Yes. Jalen Hurts wasn't playing defense. But yes. do you feel like he can go toe-to-toe with the big boys if this is a close game between a good team? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Because in order to stop Jalen, you've got to contain Jalen, his ability to run the ball. But now he has weapons that he can go through that he mm-hmm. does not have, feel as though he has to win a game for him. Right. He doesn't have to put everything on his shoulders and throw the perfect pass. He now has a, a, a receiver that has a, a much bigger catch, a more forgiving, not bigger catch radius, but a more forgiving catch radius. So when he throws the 70-30 balls, not 50-50, but 70-30, 70% of the time, A.J. Brown is going to come up with it. Or, or you know, more times than not, the Slim Reaper. Devontae Smith, Smitty's going to be able to, you know, create separation, get away from, 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 from coverage, and be open so he can deliver the ball to him. I believe he can deliver those type of passes. I'm, 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 I'm a believer. Okay. I, I'm still more in Derek's camp with this. Uh, I, I am a wait and see. I, I am not a naysayer. I, I am not by any stretch. And I like what I've seen so far, but I just want to see it against the big boys. I just want to see it in, in games against good teams. So, Look, I, I would say concern. Yeah, I'm concerned, uh, you know, with the quarterback position. Uh, That's sure. one would, of your concerns right there? Yeah, it would be one of my okay. concerns. Yeah, okay. I think it would well, be. Dan's uh, deal makes a good point. Tampa did just fine containing Jalen Hurts. Now, you don't think other defensive coordinators have studied those tapes? Well, you in you know what it's of, going to be early in the year. It's going to be don't let him hurt you with her, with your legs and make him beat right. us in the air. In make particular, him beat you through there until he can prove it. Yeah, in particular, like sort of the middle game, if you will. Uh, I think exactly. that's what the yeah, and and look, he starts making those throws and 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 stays in the pocket and doesn't always roll right. That'll stop real fast. Like that'll stop real quick. And see, well, coming out of and coming out of the gate, they're playing a team in Detroit that's still trying to find its identity and still building. You yeah. don't look at Detroit as a dominant type defense, an upper echelon defense. They're building a better team right now, still. But so. We expect him to do very good things against the likes of a Detroit defense uh, because of their team from last year. And the fact and because that of the way the Eagles made, took them apart last year. Took yeah. apart. Right. So I think the bigger test is that second game when they play Minnesota. On that yeah, Monday because night game. Minnesota's probably going to put some points up. And you're yeah, going to have to. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you're going to have to dodge that defense. Minnesota right now on paper has three of the best linebackers in the game. Yeah. Hey, all right. They're my, one of my surprise teams. I, I like yeah. the Vikings. So, all right. So, this, you know, this is my Bite your tongue. Bite your tongue. My, so, sorry. <laughs> so sorry, Marvin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hope it doesn't happen for you, Marvin. <laughs> you line Jalen Hurts up out there. You yep. know he can run the ball. Yep. You kept an eighth defender in the entire uh, second half of last season because yep. of their ability to run the ball. Yep. Oh, but he went out and got a brand new shiny toy. Yep. And A.J. Brown. Yep. You can't leave him one-on-one in single coverage on the outside. You right. cannot leave Dallas Goddard, who's coming into his own, one-on-one with a linebacker or a safety in the middle of the field. You can't go out there and leave one-on-one Devontae Smith and yep. not think that he didn't have the ability to go out there and get the ball to him. He didn't have that last year. Right. Jalen Rager was right. awful at creating separation. He had to throw a perfect yep. pass in order for him to catch it. He doesn't have to throw a perfect pass to fair. the receivers he yeah, has. Yeah, no, now. Barrett, good points. I, I agree. I think we're you all know, fair points. Yeah. Um, you can't leave Quez Watkins one on one. Absolutely. Not with that so speed. Then, so then when you look at this, now you have the ability to run the ball when you want to run the ball with this offensive line. 
you have to be able to throw the ball because nobody can cover the guys, or they, it's hard to cover guys that they have out there that are receivers. Then you add his second year in this offense, knowing the yep. offense, and now it, he has the proper mechanics now to go drop back and deliver the ball with a yeah. much clearer mindset, a much clearer head on him being the guy and the organization backing him up as the guy. That's where I see he's going to be a better person, a better player, because he has things around him that are helping him go in that direction. And Barrett, I Fair hope enough. you are 100% right in your, your assessment of him. But the exercise is, as we sit here today, what concerns do you have? And that's well, a big concern he wasn't for one a lot of, of people. That's yeah, a big is. concern I mean, for a lot of people. This is not for me now. Yeah, including so-called experts who have converged on Eagles practices, um, people who watch every day, uh, watch their team practice every day. Um, it's still it's still a big question, and it's, a, and it's an viable question. What are we going to see? We've heard it. You know what they say, the bottom line is see it and be it. I, I got to see it. I got to see if he can see it and be it. That's all. all right. Let I'm me ask you guys. You say. Barrett, you you first because we did. We, Derek and I kicked this around yesterday. But Kareem Hunt, uh, I, I don't see Cleveland moving him. But if they do, are you in? And how heavy would you go in? In a Philadelphia, I ain't gonna say a New York minute. In a Philadelphia minute, okay. Um, he's shown the path. Now I, I, I was going at it with Rube about this the other day. He is a bona fide number one running back who's been on the highest stage, who's competed. And, and shown that he is a really good running back. It just so happened the guy in front of him right now is an excellent running back. Nick Chubb is an mm-hmm. excellent running back. But when you look at the intangible this kid has, he's 5'11", 220 pounds, can run in between the tackles, can catch out the backfield. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the most part, he's been relatively healthy. Why wouldn't you want a player like that when you can get him for next to nothing? You know what I'm saying? A bona fide back you won't have to worry about. Now, the only thing is he wants a contract. That's yeah, why he's heading made. into the last year of his deal like Miles Sanders is. Yes, yes. So, I mean, would you trade him tip for tap with Miles Sanders? Uh, uh, what? In a minute. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I would. I, you know, the, the only thing is, though, it, it's going to be a rental because I don't see the Eagles giving him a massive contract. Do you guys? No. 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 So you're Please. doing it knowing it's going to be one year. He Keep in mind, too, he's missed time, too. He only played eight yeah. games last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why so I said relative. The big concern with, with uh, Miles is injuries and a little bit of that issue with Kareem, too. Cleveland would I, – I, I'd be shocked if Cleveland trade him. 
you have a severe deficiency at quarterback. What was your bread and butter last year? Defense and your running game. You got to yep. run the ball and keep a lot of well, pressure off a quarterback. Well, they showed some guys that could play well for him uh, in the preseason, though. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're, they're in, their incentive to run is even greater now in Cleveland. With <laughs> you the you got games. one of the best one-two punches, one-two punches in the NFL. Yep. Why would you give that away when you got this guy on a song and dance contract right now? And I he's would, hungry. He's I don't care off. that he's unhappy. He can walk at the end of the year. He can walk. He can sit. <laughs> you can sit. You don't get paid. I don't care. You, you don't get paid. We need yeah. you this year. Exactly. At least the first eleven games, we need you now. So you let me throw us, you don't play one more into the mix. Kenyon Drake, uh, they're looking to move is going to be moved in in Vegas. Bigger size, six one. Um, you know, had a good year two years ago. They spent a lot of money to bring him in there, and he's going to be gone. Uh, is he a guy you'd look at? Oh, yeah, they yes. traded for him too. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah, absolutely. He'd be another guy that you know be be great to come in and and he'd probably take over the lead though. I don't think there's anything stopping anybody from coming in and taking a position from Miles Sanders because he can't stay healthy. Maybe that incentive will, will make him healthy. It yeah. seems like they've given Miles Sanders, you know, the, the as the heir to the to the throne of being the starting running back. They haven't brought brought anybody in to compete with him at that position. Right, Drake. Yeah, come in. you're right. Drake it's cl- it's clear yeah. what Boston Scott and Gainwell are. You know, they're they're second fiddles. Um, you know for sure. But sometimes you need that added incentive to uh to get guys going. You know, iron sharpens iron. Yeah, and, and you know you do run it, and and um, Big William makes the makes a good point. Drake's another guy who's been hurt. You know, he's coming off a very serious injury here. So Drake, 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 Drake. I want to make sure my medical medical team has thoroughly checked that broken ankle yes. that he suffered. Yeah. Um, before I even think about bringing him in. Now he's played in the two preseason games for the Raiders, but the Raiders have they they have a surplus of backs. Um, you know, and, and you know, they would. T- I think they would take a cap hit if they cut Drake. But yeah, still, they would. They got a, a big they one. got a bunch of young ballers who fit that system well there. Uh, if Drake is healthy. Why not take a shot at him? Take a look I mean, at good look at him. And that's why I said compete. Yeah. Compete with him in the in the in the same room. I'm not saying when you get Miles Sanders, right? He has to be healthy, man. I mean, he's never available, man. He's got to be available to go out there and play. So I mean, it's, I mean, that's just the nature of, of, of being a running back, man. I mean, nobody's ever healthy at running back. Yeah. No, I <laughs> hear there's, there's not a lot of APs out here, you know what I mean? Well, all right, let me ask you guys this. Uh, where's your bar set for this year? Does it have to be at least one playoff win? Does it have to be at least two playoff wins? Where are you guys in terms of me? For me, it's one playoff game. That's an improvement on last year. But there are a lot of people that are, you know, Super Bowl, NFC Championship game or bust. Where do you guys fall, Barrett? I'm going to go they need at least one one. When they need to at least, at the very least, win one. Let's show that positive uh, progression of being, um, you know, what we think they're going to be, and that's pretty good. Um, I expect double-digit win total out of these guys. So, you know, it's either you know, it's either go out there and prove that you've gotten better, yeah. prove that you know Hurts is your quarterback, prove that Gannon is is, is worth all the hoopla they're talking about. And in order to do that, you know, you got to get into at least the second round of the playoffs. You know, maybe even you know, making it to the championship game, competing at the championship game. That's that's what I probably would have competing in the championship game where I put it. Okay. How about that's, you, Derek? That's two games 
Yeah, that's, that's two, two playoff wins. Yeah, okay, playoff wins. depending yeah. on buys and whatever. But yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll I'll take one playoff win because that's a progression. That's a step in the right progression. You know, you got the team to the playoff last year as a first year head coach. Now you know what it takes. You have a you you have you brought back a lot of these young players that played for you last year. Now they, as well as the veterans who were there, who are still here from that Super Bowl era, you know what it takes to get not only to the playoffs but to win in a much more magnified scenario. And I think that's a progression in, uh, in the right the right step in terms of you got there, you won one. If you win more than one, more power to you. If you get to that championship game. And if you bowed out in the championship game, you're way ahead of the curve. But I'll, I'll, I'll just say, I'll take the one playoff win, just to show me that you, you're moving in the right direction. You, you're locked in. You're stocked in draft picks next year to make the product even better. You know, certain players who are here this year are not going to be here next year. You're going to go out and get certain free agents to try to enhance the product even more so in 2023. You're well stocked for the upcoming draft in 23 as well. You got two first round draft picks right now. I, so, to me, winning a playoff game under this regime, uh, it, it to me, I, I'm satisfied with that. I'm with you. Second year head coach, second yeah. year coordinators, second year as a full time starter quarterback, young at some spots, a taste of it last year. Now you should win a playoff game. And look to me, that's got to be the that's the seal. That that's the floor. It's got to be at least that. If you could progress even more, great. But I can live right. with that. Let's say you lose to uh, a Tampa or a Green Bay in the second round, and you hang right, with them. Right, right. I'm coming away feeling I'm not. I don't. I of course I want them to win, but I, right. I can live with that if that's the right. case because I feel like they are taking those steps. So uh, that's where I'm at. It's got to be at least a, a playoff win. All right, we come back. So later on, uh, a couple NFL things. I mentioned there's a, a couple of injury updates from teams the Eagles play early in the season, which could help them. Uh, Brady's back for the Bucks. There, we got we didn't get into this yesterday, Gunner. This weird Dana White story with Brady yeah. and Gronk going to to Vegas. We'll talk yeah. about that, uh, which is crazy. Jesse Bates update: the Saints or the uh, Bengals safety, who everybody coveted for a very long period of time. We'll dive into that as well. All kinds of stuff, and uh, we're up to Week Twelve, which is Thanksgiving of the schedule, which we will go through. But we come back, Phillies won. They bounce back against the Reds. There are guys that are starting to get hot at the right time. Yes, I'm about to say it. Nick Castellanos is one of them. So we will uh, we will dive oh. into that. I know, Gutter. Yes, I said it. Uh, we will get into that. Uh, and Alec Bohm and updates on Bryce Harper. We've got all kinds of stuff in store. Birthdays a little bit later. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, with Threat Vectors Evolving. It's never been more important to monitor all the changes in your work environment and set up automated alerts for when something violates an, exist, an existing policy. Get visibility into the pivotal, pivotal changes happening to your systems and networks with IT support from Razor Technology. Change management is an end-to-end solution for tracking changes all across the systems and networks your business administers so that it has transparency into who is making changes with enough time to respond and take corrective action if necessary. An unauthorized user, device, or application doesn't need very long to cause serious financial and reputational damage to an organization by altering, damaging, or stealing sensitive data. That's why Razor Technology uses real-time change detection 
to catch malicious actors in minutes, not days or weeks. Contact Razor Technology today to learn how our managed IT services can protect and enhance your business. Very simple. Call them, 866-797-3282. That's 866-797-3282. Or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, hanging out with you today on this uh, lovely, lovely Tuesday. So I, I saw some folks mentioning this, I guess, yesterday and today in the uh, in the chat room, uh, Barrett, in the chat section. Have you? I haven't. I have not. But have you seen the, the Manti Teo catfishing documentary yet? Everybody's telling me it's unbelievable. 
No, I haven't, but I've, I've talked to a couple of people who kind of close to the situation. And it's crazy, man, how, um, how I mean, it, it didn't just come out, all right, you know, this guy was talking to her like four or five years and, and it, you know, he wasn't, and then, you know, she wasn't. I mean, it's, it's a lot, man. It's a lot, man. It, 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 it seems like people are, are from it, are, are having a lot more sympathy for him that he yes. really got. He got yes. really snookered and like mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't trying to deceive people as much. I don't I don't know. Like I said, I didn't see it, but I, that's just sort of the vibe I'm getting from people. I'm gonna have to check it out. It's 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 crazy. Like they're saying, it's a must watch. I haven't yeah, watched Jacob it yet. Jacob saying that on the on the chat. Yeah, but I've, I've I've like I said, I've talked to a couple people that that kind of close to the situation, and it was actually you know, it actually like yeah, fitness rebel said, progression. Said it was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a progression. You know, it wasn't just like these all of a sudden, all right, you know. I mean, just dealing with, you know, he's Polynesian. Um, he, he's he's uh, almost naive in the Yeah, like he's of- not as versed in, in like, the culture. Not that he didn't grow He grew up in Hawaii, but I'm, I'm just yeah. saying, like, he's maybe not as street savvy as some people are. Right, right. You know, he's a Mormon. Yeah. He's a Mormon, so... And you know, especially with Polynesians in the Mormon culture, especially in Hawaii, mm-hmm. Samoa, places like that, um, they they live to a different set of rules. They live to a different. I mean, it's not a city hustle and bustle type of. of it's very close there. knit in their community. Very close knit. You know, yep. they like to you know marry within right the uh, the Mormonism type of way. You know, I mean, yeah. it's 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 a lot, man. You know, so you really. Once you see it, they say, once you see it, you really kind of understand why he went through it, how everything was, you know, almost put to, you know, um, almost put him in a position like he knew something was going on, but didn't know, doing things the right way as far as with his faith, right? understanding how you're supposed to conduct yourself with your culture, just things just, you know, just, just fell into place. That it, it was shady, but it wasn't as though, you know, he was just, you know, you know, totally a, a yeah. nutcase for not, you know, for not. Right. And him. again, I, w- I want to check it out in fairness to him because yeah, I, it, yeah. it was he got lambasted, what, you know, when it all came, got exposed. I mean, it ruined his career. I mean, he couldn't he couldn't even. Yeah, he, couldn't he was just a guy in the NFL. He was a great player at Notre Dame. He was yeah. just a guy in the NFL. He, he exactly. did not. Yeah, that's. That's right. We we're talking about the Manti Teo documentary. Right, I, right, I right. haven't. We haven't seen it. Just a lot of people. I haven't seen it yet. It's yeah. worth watching. So for what it's worth. Um, all right. So a little little Phillies here, guys. They win last night over the Reds. They bounce back after you know much needed win after that weekend they had. Um, they win four one. They now have the second spot in the well wild card. I, I'm not. I can't quite figure out exactly how Syndergaard's doing it because he doesn't miss a lot of bats, man. He had one strikeout. He went seven innings, <laughs> only allowed three hits. It's a lot of contact, but maybe it's some of the teams that he's facing because he has faced some favorable teams uh, yeah. since he got to the Phillies. Nonetheless, they've won all four of the games that he started, so I got to give him yeah. that at least. He's and he's really worked on his mechanics to try to improve things. The guy is trying anything he can to get himself better. I'll give him props. Uh, what's his ERA? Three three six zero. Three six zero since he's joined his Phillies team. And you're right, he's had some favorable matchups. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out: <clears throat> is he is he that guy for to be a starter? 
for this team. I, I, I want to see him go against the Braves and the Mets yeah. and the Dodgers before I make that determination. But you know what? The bottom line is when he's on the hill, they win. And that's all you can ask right now. Yeah. Uh, and if he's if he's still if he's still working on his mechanics, what better way to figure out what you're doing right and what not is when you step on the hill against the likes of the Cincinnati's, the Washington's, the Miami and teams like that, where you can make certain mistakes, but you have the backup to get you out of those mistakes. Right. I, I don't care much about who he's going against. As long as he's going against him and he's winning, that's exactly. all I care about. Yeah. I, yeah. I got to stop thinking like this, you know, just like when I'm looking at, you know, this last weekend series against the Mets. I got to stop thinking about the entire thing and just think about, all right, who's the next guy? Because the only way I'm going to stay sane, man. Yeah, I hear you. Because they, they, they should have came out of two or two. Yep. As long as what I was thinking, but if I'm being realistic, there's no way, you know, that they even thought about being um that, you know, what I mean, just everything's just going wrong. Like, like, how do you have someone in a Mets jersey throw out the game ball? Inexcusable. <laughs> it's inexcusable. And, and they have that. a policy that which needs to be done away with by the way but they have a policy that if you buy more tickets your group than than like i guess anybody else or whatever and they bought a ton 1200 tickets i don't know exactly that's the bs was. rob no i don't Barry, care who it is you I, can't I, go out of my you can't go out of my diamond yeah. and throw a starting pitch with yeah, that I, jersey on 100 okay how many you bought you could have bought 100 that policy needs to be thrown into the trash can i, I don't care the policy the policy is cool it's the you just you can still do it but you're not throwing a pitch in a Mets in jersey. opponent's jersey. That's fair. It's not happening. Yeah, neither you get rid of the policy or you, or you lose that part of it. You, they, like we we make the judgment on your your wardrobe, your attire, yes. whatever. Yeah, that yes. like there's under no circumstance can that ever happen. That that guy's throwing that pitch out. I know you lost it, didn't you? I did. I <laughs> look, Barry, It's one thing if they're going to fill up the seats. You know that that's that's a whole different discussion. But to honor – that's an honor to throw out the – we did it. We threw yes. out the first pitch. That's yes. an honor. That's a big deal. That can't happen. It can't happen with a guy in a Mets jersey. What did you do, What did you do when it happened? I freaked, dude. I was I was going out of – I was going bananas. It can't happen. I mean, I I, I I thought it was a joke at first. I thought – you know what I thought was going to happen? I swear to you guys. I thought, I thought it was going to be – he walks out in that, gets a couple boos, and then goes – Rips it open and he's got a Philly shirt on. He stomps on the Mets jersey. Right. I thought it was going to be like a little wrestling sort of routine. Right. I thought I thought the the fanatic was going to go out there and tackle him or something. That or that or the fanatic goes out there like he's walking out. The fanatic rips the jersey off from behind or something yes. like that, and then does a dance on it. I, yes, I did. Tell I'll tell you. I what, I'll you tell you did. what was even more gut wrenching is listening for over a span of three days, Mets fans out cheering Phillies fans in the Philly stadium. Yes, that, I was like. What, I'm not used to it. I'm like, what? Now, we're used to it in football because when Eagles, the Eagles contingent, when they travel is large, I'm used to hearing Eagles fans drown out the home fans when they're on the road. But I'm not used to hearing that in the Philly Stadium. When the yeah. opposing team comes in, the fan base is out cheering the home fans. Yeah. I, I, I was like, man, that was that was upsetting to me. Me too. Bro, I've had that happen. I've had it, I've had it happen in the, in the opposite. I've had, you know, we go to a stadium and there's more – Steeler fans are more Eagles fans than another fan, a fan base. I mean, I've had that happen before, but 
I, 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 I was just dumbfounded. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I, I actually changed the channel. I'm like, this, this can't be happening. This cannot be happening. It's, this could not be happening. Yeah, and it, all it did was compound a an awful weekend. Yes, it, really. That's all it did. It just made it that much worse with the way that you lost games on the field to have that going on in the seats and that going on prior to the game. Man. Just made it that much worse, man. At it no was, point I did believe. I feel like we had an opportunity to win. If yeah. we won, I didn't feel like we really won. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of felt – you went back into some bad places that you thought you had moved on from, like Girardi years, Kapler years. It had that feel. didn't have the Rob Thompson era feel, unfortunately. So, right. look, they, they got back on the right track last night. Here's here's the good news. Uh, if you're really looking to string together some wins here and some mojo as you go into September, they don't play a team with a winning record till September 16th. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and that's at, at Atlanta when you get the Braves then. You can really get going here right now with this stretch. And it started last night. It needs to continue. Now, good news is uh, Bryce Harper begins rehab tonight in Lehigh Valley. Uh, they, they, you may get him back before September, before September. That's how quickly he might be back. He might be back in the Arizona series. So that's two series from now. So he's getting close, uh, which is good. You've had other setbacks in your bullpen. They sent down Derek Hall. Uh, numbers I crunch. That I know. It's, I feel bad for the kid. He's not a kid. He's 27. Man. I feel bad for the guy. Um, the, the, what they're doing is Suarez will start tonight. Tomorrow's going to be – they're bringing – Christopher Sanchez back up again. So they're trying to buy everybody a day of rest uh, is what they're doing. So they're with that in the combination of the injuries they've had in the bullpen, there's just not, they want to get Hall at bats every day. They don't want him, you know, sitting. So he, he'll be back. He very well could be back in September when they, when they uh, expand the rosters. Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. it'll be a short stint probably, but too bad for him. He, I thought he did a nice job for them. Rob, um, I just I just knew you went nuts, bro. I I, I I I did. I'm still not. I'm still a little injured from it, Barrett. I got to tell you, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I'm like you were in the in the dentist uh, chair yesterday. I was I was I was angry. I was hurt. <laughs> I was throwing I was throwing forearms at people. It, it wasn't it wasn't pretty, man. Um, so a couple really good notes here, though. Um, and Derek, you'll appreciate this. Nick Castellanos last night, two for four, home run, double, oh, yeah. two RBIs. Oh, Over yeah. the course of the last 25 games, 347 average, two six doubles, four home runs, 12 RBIs. He has legitimately heated up, and it's feeling more and more like it's real. I told you, Rob, give him time to get acclimated to his surroundings. No, you that took too play. damn long, bro. I, I, yeah, that's not, that I mean, it took, it took three hey. quarters of the year, man. He shouldn't yeah, but I told you it was. I told you it was coming better late than never. Oh, I hope, you know? look. When a you, hot look, September okay. from him could go a long way. I was going to say, would you rather have him struggle early in the season or late in the season? All right. Early. That's fine. Okay. Let's get as hot as you were cold early in the year then. Let's really okay. get hot. Well, All he's right. heating up. He's, what, what, right. you, just, you just gave the numbers. He's I, heating up. It's real. Uh, the other guy I got to give love to is Bohm. And he's dragging a quad oh, around my a little goodness. bit. He's, he, but, man, what, what this guy has done. And it's a shame because his efforts this weekend were just in, you know, in vain. They were just wasted. But – you look at what he's doing since June 24th now. I mean, that's a, you know, that's a two much two month stretch here. Right. He's hitting 348 in 191 plate appearances. I mean, that is that is production. He's starting to hit the long ball a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, this dude has turned it around and then some. Yeah, um, man, I tell you what, they're gonna need him too down the stretch. 
um, you know, hopefully that quad holds up. You know, here we go. Every now, so all of a sudden, every week we're hearing another Philly dinged up. You know, we've been focused on Harper for so long, but you know now, you know uh, Schwarber's still trying to hang in with with that calf situation, uh, a calf, right? If I'm not mistaken, right, right. Okay, so he's hanging in there with the calf situation. You know when that thing could go good or bad. Uh, you know, like we talked about, yes, Canable's gone for the season. Uh, Dominguez is on a 10 day DL. Uh, who else? Um, who else is Can- so, Canable's out for the year? Yeah. Uh, um, oh. it's like they got they're nicked up. It's like they're holding being held together by super glue and rubber bands yeah, right now, man. There's some issues right now. They they really they if Sir Anthony comes off the IL clean, it's going to go a long way. To, to their success because that that they may have avoided a real biggie if, if that's the case um mm. but some but other that just stuff happens man that, that that's just goes with the nature of playing sports man towards the yeah. end you know everybody's everybody's you know gonna the be hurt hurt so yeah. i mean it's it's the teams that get through it man and when some you know some teams do better than others i mean this this happens to be one of the teams that they do better than most teams when they have injuries you know yeah. they've been through some very bad injuries and have, you know, started playing better, you know, after the injury. So we'll see. I I, I do like what I'm seeing from them um, as far as, you know, being able to, all right, next man up or not next man up, but next guy in the rotation. Yeah. You know, as far as, you know, coming in and, and giving a little jump. There hasn't been anybody since, you know, Schwarber that was just bombing things early that has consistently been a bomber, you know, for the past month, we don't have that same guy right now. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, I just um, we we always have to keep in perspective. They've survived now two months without Harper, and for it's about half of that, at least, Gene Segura was out too. So just to be in the position that they're in is still, you know, they deserve some props. Um, and and now they appear if they get Sir Anthony back, they get Harper back. They're set up pretty good to 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 get a get it going here. Uh, you know, down the stretch. So, and, and with some of the teams they're playing, which are not very good, 21 games, uh, they're 21 games over 500 versus teams other than the Mets. They've, they've really dominated everybody except the Mets, the Mets yeah. have dominated yeah. them. So you're not going to be playing the Mets again this season. So look at it yeah. that way. If you're looking for positives yeah, next time they play them, it's going to mean something. Let's hope, let's hope, man. All right. So we come back, back to football. A lot, again, there's a lot of football news in and around, We'll also dig into to Thanksgiving week and, and those good games as well and three games that are being played on Thursday also. So don't go anywhere. Barrett, Derek, Rob, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Tuesday. All right, let's talk a little Flynn Tree Services. Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will remove any or and trim, by the way, any unwanted trees off of your property, and they offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So here's the question: If you have any issues with a tree in your yard, your property, some some brush, whatever the case may be, if you do have, they're just a quick phone call away. They are experts at trimming all types of trees. They serve southeastern PA, South Jersey, northern Delaware as well. Flint Tree Services specializes in tree removal stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. And keep in mind, we're in that time of year now. It's storm time, hurricane season. Now's a great time to have your trees evaluated. Make sure, you know what, we get a strong gust, man, or a really bad storm. This bad boy's not coming down. You got to make sure and be careful with that kind of stuff. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. 
Give Flame Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at flintreeservices.com, flintreeservices.com. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Sports Take. Let's hit that like button, folks. We appreciate it. Tell a friend about the show, about the channel. Uh, Jacob Sports uh, YouTube channel is phenomenal. Go to jacobsports.com as well to check out all of our content. Our guy John McMullen on there, and John will be joining us over the course of the next two days as the Eagles practice in Miami. So we're looking forward to getting updates and reports of actually you know somebody there eyeballing this stuff and what's going on. So we'll talk to John the next couple of days. All right, so uh, – NFL news, guys. First and foremost, uh, I found this one interesting. Chase Young, the defensive end from the Washington Commanders, he will he has been put on the pup list, which means he's going to miss at least the mm. first four games, which means the Eagles will avoid him. I don't like seeing anybody hurt. I'm not celebrating in, that the guy is injured. 
but it, it does help the Eagles. Apparently, his his injury was a lot worse. He had a torn patellar tendon too. Yep. There was a lot going on with this injury, uh, and it would, it's a pretty serious rehab. This isn't one of those where, hey, it's 2022, everybody comes back from an ACL. Like, there's a lot going on with that injury, especially for a guy that explosive. So it, it may be a while. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a big, that's a big one for the, for Washington, not to have him first four games. Yeah. That, that really affects uh, Jack Del Rio's scheme overall. Absolutely. He's their premier pass rusher on as good as that defensive front is. He's their premier pass rusher. And that really here, Montez Sweat had a great season last year, but he's not, he's not this dude, you know? So, um, you're, you're right. I, I don't want to see anybody hurt. I like seeing competitors go at it full strength and made the best man win. Um, but, wow, that, that's a big blow to Washington. Big time. I, yeah. I, um, I tore my patella tendon, and I was out for 12 months. Well, I was yeah. actually 16 months. I ripped my whole quad metal muscle from my patella tendon. Oh, man. Yeah, it, Barry, you know. I mean, it's, it is it is a difficult, arduous uh, rehab. And he also tore his MCL. Like, this was a really bad one. So, um, yeah, I – and I don't know if there's a guarantee he's ready to roll when, after those four games, but he definitely won't be there for the first four. So he hasn't uh, practiced at all, right? Uh, I don't believe he has. I, no, I don't he hasn't so. done anything. You know, tell attendant, that's that's one of the worst you could do, man. No joke. Yeah, it's no joke. They also they lost their backup center too. Uh, they placed uh, he tore his Achilles, uh, Tyler Lawson. So they they have some depth issues uh, along both lines. Uh, man, what is it with all these linemen across the league going down, man? Keep your fingers crossed. You can stay healthy. Jeez. No, you're right. You're right. So that's uh that's an interesting one, uh for wow, sure. Right that's, there. Well, then you know, you got the Giants losing their entire I yeah. mean, everybody's going man. with that team, man. Their draft peaks are gone. Oh, the draft peaks are out, man. I know, I know. It's uh it's it's they uh we, we had Jordan Raynon on yesterday, man, and he was talking about some of the injuries, and you're just like, Whoa, it's it's hard to even keep up with how what, many what exactly? I mean, I I know offensive gonna... line in particular. That's major crazy. issues. Yeah, major issues on the offense. Not only that, but like six of the draft picks are out right now. Yeah. From this year. Right. I yeah. saw the Thibodeau. I don't know when we're going to get into that, man. But, but uh, we're going to, yeah, we'll get into it one second. Well, just let me throw one more out there because the Eagles play Detroit week one. Uh, Jamison Williams won't play either. He he still hasn't recovered from that, the ACL that he tore in uh, college mm-hmm, at, mm-hmm. at Bama. So he won't be around for Detroit for that same Jeez. thing. He's going to be pupped. So anyway, yeah. So two two uh, matchups where the Eagles won't face somebody who could potentially, you know, be a quality opponent. Well, uh, you know, right it, there, man. He was he was probably the best receiver in that draft. So I know I they know, dodged man. a bullet. Yeah, um, they dodged a bullet. Well, all right, Byron. So uh, we talked. Derek and I talked a little bit, but I'm curious where you fall. So Kayvon Thibodeau gets uh, it's Thaddeus Moss, who's Randy's son, who's a tight end for Cincinnati, cuts him on the line. Uh, really awkward. It. With all things considered, it's a lot better than what they thought it was going to be. Um, he's, he could probably miss upwards of four weeks, which may just preclude him from the very first game. Um, but there was a lot of debate, and, and among retired players, too, whether it was a clean hit or a dirty hit. Where do you fall on it? I, I mean, I don't understand. Dirty hit. I'm trying to figure out how. They both made eye contact when they were going to go hit him. They you. made eye contact. He sees what's going on. And that was the biggest half-ass effort I've ever seen with the block. Well, I can't say that because it's a tight end. But he kind of went down, fell to the ground, then rolled at him. Play 
the position the way it's supposed to be played, Thibodeau. Get your hands down. Shut them down. It was just it, – it looked like they were going to slow motion. That's why he got hurt because he was half-assed playing. Right. He didn't move his feet. No. He didn't move his feet. He didn't use his hands to extend them. He Thank saw you. the plot coming. That's it right. took a country – it took a whole country minute for it to happen, bro. It was like, all right, he's coming. All right, he's going down. Okay, all right, now let me put my hands down. Okay, he's still coming. He's rolling. Oh, man, he just hit my leg. Come on, bro. Right. Go full speed. If you know, you know what? If that had happened back when I was playing, and I hate to be the gang, get off my lawn. Yeah. Ken Harvey would have knocked that tight end's teeth out. Mm. He'd have ran straight through him, exploded through his face. But he just sat there, waited on him, put his hands down like this. You're supposed to shed the block. Put your hands down. Keep your feet moving. He he could have just jumped over him. Exactly. Side, yeah, side stepped it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was it was funny because Warren Sapp, I guess he's taken up for for defensive lineman, whatever. He called it you know, the hit dirty dirty AF. We all know what that means. All right. So then after he threw that out there, I just saw like a, a ton of replies from former players saying, "You kidding me, man? Where, where are Thibodeau's eyes? Where is exactly? He? Where, where is he? exactly? Like what are we doing here? So I mean, is it a play that you?" Like, I, I get maybe the argument is, hey, it's a preseason game. Maybe that's your argument. But it's not a, a an illegal play. It's no. not. And when I, heard, when I first heard about it, because I didn't see it, when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, man, what happened? He must have ran through his body. Right. I see the block, and, and then I, it, um, somebody sent it to me. I, look, I looked at it. And once it happened, I'm looking. So I was like, all right, let me fast forward. Let me find out what this dirty block is. That was it. Yeah. Are yeah. you kidding me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Grow up, I, I, man. Be a know. man. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, Randy Moss was like, not like, oh, why'd you do it? He's probably like, son, why are you going there with that half ass block? You go full speed when you're out there playing. Right. What are you doing? And he's a guy who's trying to make the team, too. Yeah. He, he's not guaranteed a spot by any stretch, Thaddeus Moss. Yeah. I yeah. think I think Brian Dable said it best yesterday. It's a legal play. We've done it. You know, you hate to see it happen. We've done it, but there's nothing you can do about it. We're just thankful that it wasn't worse. I mean, what else yeah. are you going to say? I mean, well, the head coach of the team to of the player to happen to said, "Hey, we've done it. We do it." You know, yeah. we, we I mean, teach, to, we to teach compare, well, to compare it to, to the, the like the Quincy Williams hit on on uh, on Jalen Hurts. Like, give me a break. That was a yeah, dirty that was, play. That was dirty. That was stupid. Period. Yeah, that was a cheap shot, bro. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm I was I'm, I was curious what your take was, Barrett, on that. that so. It was some BS, man. Like, come yeah. on, now. are you really kidding me, man? That's a, I can see if it was like along the lines of like, um, uh, what's a second place, second baseman for for the Phillies? Oh, Chase Utley taking taking somebody out at second. Yeah, I can see yeah. if it was like that. He wasn't even running towards the base. Right. If that was the, I, I'd understand that. Yeah. If that was like the Chase slide, yeah, I understand. He broke his leg. He wasn't even slide towards the base right but i'm talking about somebody you see you see him your eyes are focused on you see him coming. looking right at it that was ridiculous man that was yeah. ridiculous that was lazy lazy on his part lazy. yes they both blocks were the block was yeah. lazy and look i'm and glad the, the dude isn't hurt badly too, yeah. I, you know but yeah i hear you that's you're going to be dealing with that stuff in the nfl it's it just is excuse it, me it, it just is what it is if the dude had a blind side of him, it would have been a much more heated discussion. Right. There was no blind side. He he there was no 
there was no interference between the two combatants. Yeah. He's standing looking at this dude coming in and he's saying, I'm going for your lower extremities. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't jump over him, sidestep him, push him away with your hands, stonewall him with your hands, nothing. You took the full extent of that blow yourself. Um, All right. So uh, this story, and I meant to get to it yesterday, Derek, and we didn't. So I'm glad I have both of you guys here. So they're doing a UFC event. And Dana White, who's the commissioner of the USC, the owner of it, the whole thing, um, relays a story how he's originally from New England. He lives in Vegas. He had somehow facilitated communication and potentially a deal with the Raiders and Gruden. When John, this is when John Gruden and Mike Mayock are still at the Raiders. Okay, to the, it, it, think back to the year it was the year that the Tampa Bay Bucks won it. All right, so two two seasons ago. Brady's a free agent. Gronk's a free agent. Dana White had convinced both of those guys to go there. It sounds like everybody was on board, and at the last second, Gruden put the kibosh on it. Now, if you say, oh, come on, Dana White's just you know talking out of his rear end, Gronk confirmed it in, in that discussion. So it's not BS, but, man, that – that is not a good look for Gruden. You could have had, you know, the, the goat and Gronk potentially, and who knows what happens that year if you have those two guys, but he shot it down and the rest is history. Brady that goes is, to Tampa and wins it. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. Yeah. I mean, what are you thinking about? Are you kidding me? I don't know. I don't know what his motivation would be for. He just believes in Derek Carr that much, maybe. No. He wow. wanted to run his he wanted to run his system. If Brady comes there, he would have had to change that system, just as Bruce Arians did. Bruce Arians was smart enough to realize, Tom, what worked for you so well in New England? Okay, everybody, scrap the book. Throw the script out. Yep. Listen to what Tom Brady said that we're going to do. With that. They won the Super Bowl the first year. Hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> John Gruden, with that complicated system of his, where you got like 85 syllables in one play call, uh, and, and everybody's standing going, huh, what did he just say? He wanted to run his system. Yeah. How do you not take Tom Brady over Derek Carr? That's not, not a knock against Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. Right. But to have Tom Brady come in there? And Why it's Banana Z Cross? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Throw yeah. over yeah. right. Yeah. Dog tail sticks. Yeah, we're going to have to throw out the, the, the banana. Yeah, throw the banana remember out. When, uh, remember when Gruden was on a hard knocks when he was in Tampa and you got to hear his play call? Play call was like 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. It was the whole play clock. You're like, like all right, on, man. all right. What else? What else? Barrett, you know you lived it with, with him. Bro, it was ridiculous, man. Always always just like we listened to the first three letters, yeah, what the play was and what was it on. That's all we did. Yeah. Yeah. See, so see, Gruden, that's Gruden a classic case had, of, of your ego getting in the way, man. Yeah. Just just Gruden, getting Gruden would in not the have, way. he would not have had any control over the offense or the quarterback. Yeah. At least he had Derek Carr's ear and he had his offensive structure in place, what he wanted to run. Yeah. I can't believe the ownership let that happen. You know, forget Gruden. I can't believe management let that happen. Yeah, uh, Mark look Davis. Yep. Look, well, John, yep. we got the GOAT. <laughs> we got the GOAT and one of the best tight ends ever to play the game and want to come here play for us. Yeah. You're going to have to change your philosophy, not them. They have winning pedigree. <laughs> yeah. Plain and simple. Fair enough. Uh, all right, you got one Super Bowl. You got five Super Bowls. One Super Bowl. <laughs> Five Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. All right, sorry, Gruden. Yep. <laughs> and when was the last time the Raiders won a Super Bowl? I don't know. Jeez. Eight. And then, and then what? The next year? 
the next year, all that stuff comes out from Washington. Oh my that's, goodness. <laughs> that's it. That's all she wrote. Yeah. And now oh Gruden's doing them. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, all right. I wanted to hit you guys with, with some quarterbacks that are in question, meaning we're not sure exactly how it's going to work out for them. We, I, we won't do hurts because we've done hurts and we did it a ton earlier in the show. Uh, so when people say, well, where's Jalen hurts? Yes. He's in the group, but we already really covered it, but you guys tell me how you think some of these these guys are going to do this year. All right, I'll just I'll just sort of rapid fire uh, them, and, and it's a combination of guys who have been around a little bit in new places, and either rookies or young guys starting really for the first time. Okay, uh, Trey Lance, Barrett, I'll start with you. How do you think he's going to do in San Fran? I think he'll be fine. It's going to take him a while. They're going to have to customize that offense around him, but we know Shanahan is a genius at doing stuff like that, anyways. Um, I mean, at this point, if he does, they still have a safety net there because they still got both quarterbacks there. I still don't think that, um, you know, Jimmy G is going to go anywhere because of that. Uh, but I do like, you know, I look like I do like that they, you know, all right, this, this is what we're doing. We're venturing forward. This is our quarterback. We're going to go forward. We're going to try to, you know, figure out what he does. How can we make him a better player? We got the athletes around him. I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be okay. Okay, Derek? Uh, He adds an element that Garoppolo didn't have. He can take off and scat if he has to, so he has the legs as well. And Barrett Barrett is exactly right. Kyle Shanahan is a great offensive mind. They will conform that offense around him. They already have everything else in place. Offensive line, defensive line, tight end, running back, wide receivers. All they need is somebody to manage the game. You know, he's going to go through some growing pains, no question about that. But when you turn the reins over to a young, untested quarterback, you think he's ready to go. And obviously the 49ers, who have basically put Garoppolo in the back seat, mainly because he's still damaged goods, you know, his shoulder. They don't know what his shoulder's going to be like. They had to get this kid up to speed in a hurry. So I think I think he's going to be fine within the structure of that 40, 49ers framework. I think he's going to have a little – I think we're, it, it's going to be a struggle early. And then I think he'll get more comfortable – I think they'll settle in more on how to utilize him best. You know, they have a good setup. They have a good running game. They have Debo, who can kind of do both. They have Kittle. <laughs> they have, you know, with the exception of really one spot, a pretty good offensive line. I think it's going to take a little bit of time, though. And they have a defense. They have a good defense. But I think it's going to take a little bit of time for him to get comfortable and them to get comfortable with him. So I think you might see early growing pains. I haven't really studied their uh, – Actually, I'll do it right now. I'll pull their schedule up here and let's see how difficult it is, San Francisco. So, all right. So early, early on for them, um, it's pretty favorable. Actually, the first two, they're they're at Chicago, and then Seattle at home. So they could get off to a good start. Uh, then they go to Denver, and then they play the uh, the Rams. But then they get Carolina and Atlanta. Really, uh, of their first five games or seven games, five are pretty favorable. So anyway, mm-hmm. I think he'll he'll be a little slow to start, but I think then he'll he'll pick it up. All right, uh, let's go, Trevor Lawrence, Derek. Now with a a real coach and you know a guy who's coached quarterbacks before in Doug P. I think Trevor Lawrence will show the more more so of the Trevor Lawrence we saw at Clemson uh, because of Doug Peterson, because of the investment that team made in terms of getting better personnel around him um and they've they've already been raving about an improved trevor lawrence down in jacksonville uh because of that alone 
I think you'll I think you'll make a significant progression. Trevor Lawrence can be a good quarterback in this league if you put him in the right system. Well, you made a mistake by putting him under Urban Meyer, which could have shattered him his first year. Yeah. But, but Trevor Lawrence is a different pedigree when it comes to quarterbacks. And now that you have a proven coach who has won a Super Bowl, who has uh, proven that he can work with young quarterbacks as he did. A lot, I know Frank Wright gets a lot of credit for what Carson was, but D- Doug Peterson also had a significant hand in that as well. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to show you much better results than he did his, his, his year last year. Okay. All right. Barrett? Absolutely. You know, we're talking about a guy that's been – he was almost bred by his parents to be a great quarterback. You know, he's, he's from a young kid. So he's like seven years old. They try to make him the number one quarterback in the nation. And he and Justin Fields went back and forth, you know, uh, in all those camps and 707s and all that stuff to become, you know, the best quarterbacks, you know, they could be. And I think he is the prototype that you want as a quarterback. He's not just, a, you know, a, a – a, uh, a quarterback that sits in the pocket. He has skill. He can run. You know, he can. He's an athlete. Strong arm. Um, can grasp systems. He was just in a bad situation. Doug is going to make sure that he comes out of this smelling like a lily, man. He will be one of the best quarterbacks. Uh, you know, within the next three or four years, he'll be one of the best quarterbacks in the league, guaranteed. I'm with you. I I, th- th- I watched enough of him in college that yep. he's he is absolutely the real deal. It's just a matter of getting the pieces around him. If the offensive line, which stunk last year, is even mediocre, I, you're going to see this dude take leaps and bounds yep. of, of, of yep. improvement. So, I'm a I'm a big believer there. I would ask you this, Barry. I want to start with you. it's one of your former teams, and this is more of a collection than it is specific. But you may get to the specific Pittsburgh. Right Ooh. now, there's a lot of people saying, what are we doing? Just give it to Pickett. Stop wasting everybody's time. There are others that say, hey, you know, Trubisky, let him start the year, you know, et cetera. And, and Mason Rudolph's still in there, too. Where, where do you fall with the Pittsburgh setup? I, I, you know what? I, I don't. I don't think you stop um, Pickett's, you know, Kenny Pickett's progression. I think you, you almost have to hand the keys over to him. Let him work through anything he needs to work through, become a starting quarterback in the NFL. Because Mr. Trubisky had his shot. And the rare fact we're still having a conversation over who's the better quarterback just leads me to believe that Pickens is close enough right now that he can he could compete at a level on the same level as uh as as um Trubisky. So why even why not just let him go? You know, don't stop his his growth as a as a as a as a player. They already know that um this may be one of those telling years where they might not win, um, have a winning record this year. Right. So as they go forward, you know, I, I think they go ahead and hand the keys over to him. Trubisky just isn't done enough. He didn't learn enough on a table uh, for him to be a starter. I, like I said, since we're having the conversation, just leads to me knowing that he's not the guy and they're going to probably go and pick it sooner rather than later. How about you, Derek? Yeah, I think they'll go with Pickett sooner rather than later once they figure out that Trubisky isn't it. The best thing about for any quarterback that's playing behind a Pittsburgh offense is Pittsburgh wants to run the football. And if they have success running the football, that, that alleviates some of that burden on a quarterback to have to step back there 35, 40 times a game. Um, and just watching Pickett play uh, a, a, a little bit in the preseason, man, I mean, he can sling it. He can, he can, he can, he can, um, He's got a quarterback better. Now, 
what is Pittsburgh's receiving core like? Eh, that remains to be seen. Um, you know, they have one or two decent guys, but does he have enough to get the job done? Pickens looks like a beast. Yeah, I, I just, you know, George Pickens to go along with um, uh, the other young receiver they have from uh, Notre Dame. Deontay Johnson. I, I think they have yeah, some nice they, weapons. So I, I think Pickett has a chance to succeed. Now, whenever he goes in, like any young quarterback, he's going to have to take his lumps. He's going to have to go through that. But I think he's going to come out, you know, smelling a lot better on the, on the other side of the tunnel when it's all said and done. And I think the hands, the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh down the road is in good hands with, with Pickett. Yeah, I think he, there's an it factor with Pickett too, which, you know, is um, I, the one thing about Tomlin is he's not afraid. Like if he no, thinks Pickett's no. ready now, he's he'll it'll be Pickett. Uh, I don't think he's going to just just cater to you know. Hey, yeah. I got to play a veteran. I, I don't believe that with Mike Tomlin. No, nah, so he just wants to win. I'm with you. And, and if the best player is a younger guy, he won't have a problem with pulling the trigger. Yep. To win. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tomlin right. takes a lot of pride in never losing, having a losing season in 15 years. Right. He That's unheard of in today's game. It, it really. Um, it's an incredible it, mark. Yeah, and like Barrett said, if, if he feels that this guy gives him a better chance to win games, he'll put him in in a minute. Won't yeah. waste, won't hesitate whatsoever. All right, let's go with a guy who just got paid, Kyler Murray. Like, do we feel good about that setup out Ooh. there? Uh, especially considering that six games without DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I, I thought, I, real quick, I thought, I don't know if you guys watched any of the Sunday night game. I thought this was interesting. Kingsbury let Kyler Murray call the plays for a quarter. Yeah. Just to sort of give him a feel from the other side. Like this is what it's like when you coach and what you're seeing and all that. I thought that was. I, I'm not the biggest king. You guys know I don't really. I'm not a big fan of Kingsbury. Um, but I thought that was kind of an interesting move to say, "Hey, I just want you to see it from this vantage point." And you know, as we go forward, it sounds to me like Kyler's probably bitching a lot at, at Kingsbury, and he said, "All right, dude, why don't you look at it from this perspective?" Whatever. I, there's a million different ways you can look at it. But Barrett, what do you think? I, I don't like. I don't like Kyler Murray uh, in his game. Um, I'm, I'm kind of turned off on Kyler Murray simply because, you know, I don't feel as though he's a, he's a team guy. I think he's a, he's a Mimi guy. So, I mean, to, to me, success only comes when you combine it to that team concept, especially at the quarterback position. Yes, he's very talented. He has a strong arm. But I don't know if this team will, will ride with him. You know, I don't know if they'll be happy to follow him into, you know, saying harm's way when right. he's acted the way he's acted last year. You know, I, 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 I want to play, so I'm going to take everything off my social media that that that, that has to do with the Cardinals and 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 take them off because I don't I, I want to get paid and I'm not going to come back unless I get paid. Come on, bro! I ain't gonna I ain't gonna doubt. Um, I'm not gonna stop any man from getting their money. Right. But there is a way in which you need to do it, and him and his leadership qualities were not what I would say uh, garner him getting support from the rest of that team. Yeah, he may have the money. But he definitely will have a lot of guys in this corner from the way he acted. All right, Derek. Arizona lost four of its last five games um, last season. If you look at Calabrese's numbers overall, um, not not very impressive in terms no. of being productive. Like one game um, against the Rams, he threw for 383 yards, but no touchdowns and two interceptions, and he was sacked four times. You know, so that tells me that, that Kyler Murray is still going through um, a lot of growing issues. And like Barrett said, to still be a young quarterback and to pull what he put pulled to get paid, you know, deleting his social media account, taking down anything pertaining to the Arizona Cardinals, 
you know, I thought he went about it the wrong way. If you are the, the face of that franchise, the leader of that organization, then I don't know if his agent was advising him or if he did it on his own, but if they, whoever it was, they gave, I think they gave him the wrong message in terms of how to handle yourself as a professional athlete and as the number one leader of a team that you want to follow you. So yep. when you have a receiver also like a DeAndre Hopkins, he can make a lot of bad passes look good. Well, you don't have DeAndre the first six games of the season this year. So now you got your big money. You got what you wanted. Uh, all of a sudden, as soon as you you got close to getting your money, Cardinals were back on your social media platform and everything was rosy. But now your number one receiver and one of the premier pass catchers in all of pro football are not there to bail you out. It's on you. The onus is on you now. And I'm interested in seeing how he conducts his business coming out of the gate. All right. Well, let's sort of rapid fire the rest of these because I want to get to week 12 here. Um, Ryan Tannehill. He's got Malik Willis there in the wings at some point. They still think they can win. Uh, it's Tannehill's job, certainly right now. I think they prefer to have a red shirt for, for Willis uh, in Tennessee. But he's been a guy who's been solid. But ultimately, you know, that team has not gotten as far as they would have hoped. Where do you guys stand with, uh, with Tannehill? Again, rapid fire gunner. Wow. Um, I'm not I'm not sold on Tannehill. I mean, when you consider he had A.J. Brown, he only had 21 touchdowns and 14 picks yeah, last year. That tells me uh, there's still a lot of questions and marks for about a guy who's been around a block for as long as he has. Um, I, I'm not a big Tannehill fan, uh, so I, I'm going to say he's going to struggle this year. Okay. Uh, Barrett? Same with me. He's going to struggle this year. I'm not a big fan of him as either of him either because he just doesn't to me um he's just not a player that you know i see him as an upper echelon player as far as quarterback position i I just Uh, think in a playoff setting if they're down i don't don't feel good about him bringing them back nope no no all right uh matt ryan in 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 indy barrett hit you with this first rapid upside i like him with that running game and that offensive line he'll be very productive even with the buster receivers that he has i think he'll be all right all right Derek. frank reichen is there running game offensive line suspect on the pass catchers but i think matt ryan matt ryan has proven that he can he can take you down the field in, in big game situations never won a super bowl but he can get you down there and get you in position I'm, I'm on the upside of matt ryan yeah i am too i think he's going to do well i think it's going to be more even a culture thing down there they're, they are a little shell shocked from what went down last year and he's going to provide just sort of calming waters and i think it's going to be good for him and i think he and reich will work really well Together. All right. Uh, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston. I'm high uh, on him. High on him. Barrett, yeah. yeah, Barrett, you're a big believer. In, and there's a lot yeah. of pieces around him to have success for sure. He has a squad. I like him. Same offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. even though Sean is not there. Um, he sees it. He he wants a new contract. He he feels as though – I mean, he got a two-year deal, but he wants he wants to show everybody that he is the real deal. So I, I like him. I like what – his skill set is. I don't think he goes out with all those, uh, you know, thirty interceptions, the thirty touchdowns. I think it's going more go the opposite way. He'll have like thirty something touchdowns and probably have like ten interceptions, and that team would be pretty good. All right, Derek. Um, I think you know. I think you know how I feel about the situation. I mean, he was having a phenomenal year last year until he got hurt. And so, with that said. Um, Pete Carmichael is there calling the shots. It's not like he's learning a new system or anything like that. So I'm on the upside of Jameis Winston. If he stays healthy, 
I think Jameis Winston is going to have a good year this year. He's He's got everything you need at his disposal to lead a team to a very successful season. Um, so it's on Jameis Winston to get it done. Now, if that foot injury is more than what they're letting on right now, we're right. going to find that out. But the fact that he threw in seven games, 14 touchdowns and three interceptions tells me that Pete Carmichael worked wonders with him in his first year with him. I'm on the upside of Jameis. Tua in Miami with Mike McDaniel. I'm not confident. I'm not confident in Tua. Okay. Uh, I I just think that um, he's just on on the small side, and he doesn't really have the arm capacity to – to throw the guys like the cheetah. I mean, there's a lot of guys don't have that arm, the arm that can, you know, have a cannon strong enough to throw to guys like, you know, the cheetah. You know what I'm saying? When you when you got a guy that's running a 4-240 and you're just going to throw it up there, I don't know if you trust it. You know, I wouldn't trust Jalen throwing up to a guy like that. You know I mean? You got to be a, a gifted type of quarterback. I wouldn't trust Brady. You know what I'm saying? Getting it up in the air far enough that, you know, have him go up running underneath it. So I don't know if he can run the offense that they need to run to, to maximize their – their um, receivers that they have there. Derek? Woo! You got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Cedric mm-hmm. Wilson. Good running game. But I've said it before, I'll say it again. Get ready for the Teddy Bridgewater show. Plain and simple. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I look, I, I hate to agree and pile on. I, I just, I think... I think two is too injury prone. I don't think he has a good enough arm. I, I think they're going to have to try to over, overcompensate by having him get it out quick. And I think they're going to be disappointed. They, they do have, he's got Waddle. He's got Cheetah. He's got Gasecki. He's got a lot of good weapons, man. So it, it there's every opportunity there. Um, it, you know, I, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. All right. I no. want to get two more in here. Baker Mayfield in Carolina, Derek. Woo. He is the star. Matt. Matt Rule is a great offensive coach. He's proven that uh, at the collegiate level. Um, the reason they struggled, because he didn't have the kind of quarterback he wants wants to run his offense. Baker Mayfield is that kind of quarterback that can run his offense. Um, I think ba- Baker wants to prove – Baker has this proverbial chip on his shoulder because of the way the Cleveland situation went down. And Baker knows this could be his last chance to shine. I'm on the upside of Baker Mayfield – down in Carolina. I like their offensive structure. I like Matt Rule's play calling. Um, and I think he'll put Baker in the best position to succeed to succeed. So I'm gonna I'm, gonna, I'm on the upside of Baker. All right, Matt. I think Baker is out not the better quarterback, period point blank. He just doesn't, you know, he's just a better quarterback than than uh Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold just wasn't what we thought he was gonna be, you know, coming out of USC. He's just not good enough to be that type of quarterback. Baker was a number one pick. He's good enough to carry a team. Is that good enough to, to you know, to win? Yes. Uh, he's good for this team and what they're trying to do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a believer in Baker Mayfield. I think he's – yeah, he's got a lot of incentive to play well. And yeah. that's a desperate team. And desperate teams sometimes can go one of two ways. But they, you know, they don't, they don't win. They don't make the playoffs. That rule's probably gone. So there's a lot of people where this is a critical season. The quarterback, the coaching staff, the team. A lot of this is McCaffrey staying healthy, but yeah, I, I, I'm buying him. I'm buying him for sure. All right, last one, Carson Wentz. Derek, you can take first crack. Ooh, in, in, wow, you're going to make me a dead card. In uh, D.C., yes. So far, everything we've heard out of D.C. is that Carson has struggled down there uh, in terms of adapting. Uh, he's got the pass catchers, no question about that. He's got a nice array of pass catchers. They had a 1,000-yard rusher in Antonio Gibson last year. 
Um, offensive line is a question mark because they lost Brandon Scherf in free agency. So um, Carson has to show me. Two, the fact that two teams gave up on him in a span of two seasons tells me that there's concern about him being what everybody thought he would be coming out of college. Uh, he hasn't come close to being what he was in 2017. A lot of that was due to the multitude of offensive uh, line injuries the Eagles had the next two seasons. Um, right now, I, I, I don't see it. You know, the fact that there's more negative talk coming out of D.C. about Carson and positive, I think that's a problem. So I'm going to say I'm on the downside of Carson right now. I'm gonna I'm on the downside of Carson because I just don't like Carson. <laughs> I knew you gonna say that the player. You know I don't I don't like Carson. Um, his ability to be a leader of men. You know he has all all you want in the quarterback. He has a rifle. He has a cannon of an arm. Athletic. Sometimes he plays out of his mind. Sometimes he plays very pedestrian. I think he's gonna play at a pedestrian size because he doesn't have. Um, the social qualities to be to be a good leader on a team. I don't think that he really learned that even after one year being in in um in Indianapolis. So I just, I just don't feel as though he's that guy that can you know turn things around that fast. I just think he's going to be the same hang on to the ball too long. I, yep. I think he's just in that. There's no coming out of it. I, I just think it's sort of who he is at this point. Um, I, I don't think he'll live to see another day. I think he only knows one way. He's only interested in one way. He's stubborn to a fault. Um, and I think it's going to continue down there. I, I just don't – I think it, he'll make a spectacular play where you say, oh, my God, like that's yes. that guy. You know, the, the, we, the, there's a 2017 guy. It's incredible. But then he'll make three bad plays in the, during the course of a game, one or two that kill you. And I just think yeah. that's who he is at this point. Um, mm. and he does have good weapons. He does. He's got talent around him, you know, for sure. But I just don't think he can, he knows any other way. All right, let's dive into, uh, this is week 12 guys. It's Thanksgiving. Now we're up to, believe it or not. True. So yeah, it doesn't go fast. So there's got three games on Thursday. The early game, the usual is Detroit. They get Buffalo kind of interesting, right? They get the bills and the, and the lions in the noon game. Um, then you have, the Giants and Dallas are your middle game in in Dallas, and then the night game. The nightcap's nice. Patriots and Vikings in Minnesota. So they're your they're your three just to start your Thursday off in between Turkey. Not bad, mm. you know. All things yep. considered, even the Detroit game's kind of interesting uh, with with Buffalo. I think that game will be interesting for about a half, <laughs> and then Buffalo and then Buffalo puts that one away. Yeah, Buffalo's just bye bye. By the I time you Giants- get to your by the time dessert served, that's over, or is that right? Going? Right, 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 right. Um, I, I think the better game is going to be, like you said, Patriots Vikings. But I, I really think that the Giants might sneak up on the Cowboys. There you go. I don't, I don't yeah. think that we totally, totally vested in uh in that game. Okay, I like so. it. Interesting. Um, real good. Here comes some good ones, man. Uh, after that, Bucks Browns. Depending, you know, at that point, you could see Deshaun Watson back. Bucks, Browns, Bengals, Titans. Oh yeah, Bron- yeah, good one. Uh, Broncos, Panthers, Chargers, Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, Saints, 49ers, Sunday night Packers, Eagles, Gunner. Woo! Monday night Steelers, Woo! Colts. Like I'm just glossing through these, but that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's eight great games again every week. Eight, easy. Thing. Yeah. 
eight easy games. I yep. mean, it's you know, you got teams fighting for their lives, man. You got teams fighting for the the bottom of the barrel. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the Bengals Titans game is going to be unreal. Yeah, it is unreal because this this yeah, is where yeah. things start. You know, start falling in position as far as jockeying position for the for the playoffs around week twelve and on. This is where you jockey for playoff, you know, playoff berths. So now, you know, the Titans Bengals really, really do have a a lot and you know a lot to prove. And then you got the bottom seller, Bears against the Jets. You know, the new coach on the block with the Bears, and then you got you know coaches trying to get this team better uh, with the Jets. Um, I mean, I, I, I like that matchup. That's going to be a great yeah. matchup. Man, yeah, by that by fun. that by that point of the season, the Bears may be firing the head coach. Man, <laughs> that team is. That team is atrocious. Oh yeah, they they have not they have they have such a lack of talent on that team overall, man. I I feel bad for Justin Fields. Like that he may have a terrible year, and it may not be his fault one bit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It may be one of these man. deals where you just like this dude's out there alone um, by so, himself. They have yeah. no pass catchers. Offensive lines a mess. Defense. You got Roquan Smith that didn't want to be there. Yeah. Um. You know, dude. It's. It could be an ugly. It could be ugly. You know, on the uh, broadcast the other night, I, whatever they were playing a national game, and the announcers are like, "Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the GM basically just told us like they don't have any depth. Like they, they just they were not even like no hiding. Trying to hide, hide it. Yeah. Not even no. trying to hide it. Yeah, no. So well, you know, a friend of ours, Deuces Rogers, is from Chicago, and every year, you know, he and I go at it. You know, texting back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't expect to hear from him the whole season. <laughs> no, I think it'll be quiet. Deuces will be quiet. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see that. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah, not a lot of bragging oh, rights man. there. That's for sure. Super All Bowl right. battle: Chiefs, Rams from two years oh, ago. Oh, jeez, man, it's awesome. Even Monday night, Steelers, Colts, like that. Oh, that Eagles-Packers game. I know we're gonna have a pretty good handle of what the Eagles look like by that point, but that's another great test. Like, how far is this defense come? Are you just gonna be shredded again by another, you know, quality quarterback by another future right. Hall of Famer? So we'll uh, we'll have an idea on all those kind of things. Aaron all right, Rogers calling out everybody in Green Bay. Everybody is a young passer. He's calling everybody yeah, out. Yeah, right he's now. he's not afraid to go after him. No. All right, when we come back, um, news on a couple of coaches. One famous high school coach. One yeah. famous college coach. Uh, I'll tell you who the leader in the clubhouse is for the Heisman. Uh, there may be a sale of a uh, Major League Baseball team, which will make some people happy. And we'll get into some birthdays, including a friend of the show. All right. So you don't want to go uh-huh. anywhere. We got a lot. We got a lot we're going to do in the, in the last segment. So don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Derek, Barrett, Rob, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. your day with confidence definitely want to keep the umbrellas on hand and keep your family safe with action news and accuweather numerous tornadoes well over seven inches of rain your go-to team when severe weather strikes the water is still rising right now keeping you prepared wherever you watch on tv on 6abc.com and on our streaming apps. And that's when we go severe weather mode and on the air for you action news and accuweather the team you trust. 
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Final segment of the show. Time flies when you are having fun. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis with you on this Tuesday. All right, so let's hit a couple of these things, guys. Gary Gaines. It's a name you may not know when yeah. you first hear it. You say to yourself, what? Gary Gaines. Gary Gaines was the was the coach from the Friday Night Lights book by Buzz Bissinger, which became a movie, which became a very successful TV show but he was the head coach of that, that high school team in Texas that they chronicled in that year in 1988. Uh, they actually won it the following year, but they chronicled them in 88. He passed away, sadly, just uh, 73 years old from uh, Alzheimer's and had a lot yeah. of health issues the last couple of years anyway. But he coached all around Texas in high school. He coached at Texas Tech as an assistant, a couple stops in, in the college game, uh, and was always well-regarded everywhere he went. He, he You know, the – some of the stuff that went on there, you guys know Texas football is insane. Uh, he was a guy who put up with a lot of crap. He would lose a football game. There would be a for sale sign on his on his lawn. People oh, would yeah. destroy his house. Like, he, you, you go through a lot, especially in those days. And that guy's pretty, he's pretty well-known. He became Coach Taylor in the, uh, in the movie and I think in the, in the TV show. But his real name was Gary Gaines from Friday Night Lights. So. Yeah, you know, and the thing about it is he left. He left, um, he left Permian High School. Uh, the year after the year after he won that state championship, he, he coached him to a perfect sixteen and zero record. Yeah, in eighty nine, that was eighty nine. Yep, yep. And went to Texas Tech, and you know he 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 actually went back to Permian in two thousand nine. So there was a twenty year gap, and his journey over that twenty years is incredible. He was like athletic director for school district, and you know all these other prominent jobs. Um, in, and um, it, it, there was a there was a twenty year gap from when he left Permian to when he came back. And there was a 10 year gap 
from when he left Permian and coached high school football again because he also coached a few of the high schools before he got back to Permian. But uh, right. great book, great storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Incredible. the movie. One of my favorite football movies, yeah. Great performance by Billy Bob as the as him, as Gary yeah. Gaines. And yeah, it was. I, I thought Tim McGraw was really good as, as the kind of crazy over-the-top father for the running yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. He that was, was good, Tim man. McGraw, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. was. Yep, I didn't he, even he, that. he was the fullback's father, the, it, yeah, not Booby yeah. Miles, but the but the, the fullback. Yeah, yeah. He was the good. Crazy, the crazy little dude took yeah. the ring crazy and threw it in the ditch. Oh, oh yeah, you know, yeah. My this, man, this was, is my championship ring. He's drunk. Same zing, zing, yeah. zing, zing in the ditch. A, he was a glory days back in my day. I want it. You need to win it too. You know, pressure yeah. on the kid. You know, whatever. So uh, I was never that guy. You can't be that guy. No, I was never that guy. Yeah, I mean, I never want to. I told my kids, if you want to play, you can play. If you don't, hey, you know, yeah. it just doesn't matter. You know, it's just not that important to jeopardize my relationship with my kids over uh, over them playing football. Because, I mean, I, I couldn't put those type of expectations because I didn't have no expectations on me. Right. I mean, my parents didn't, you know, they didn't make, well, my mom made me play football, but they didn't expect me to be great. You know what I'm saying? My expectation was, all right, you're playing because I'm going to get you out of the streets. You're not, like, you're not allowed to to be out kicking it, you know what I'm saying, and be a, you know, a ruffian or somebody that's going to be, you know, in the streets all the time. I want you to have your time occupied by sports. So right. that's why she made me play. But in it wasn't that had to be great. That's a credit to you that you didn't force your kids because you played the game. You weren't one of those guys who was calling a coach saying, why isn't my kid play? Like, that's – that takes – I respect that, man. I'm serious. I do. I respect the hell out of that, that you handed yourself that way. So. What's wrong with Matt Ruiz, man? <laughs> no, no, Bear's, Bear's mom said he had to do something because he was too busy running away from home. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, though, no, I mean, I just didn't – I couldn't put that type of pressure on my kids because they already had that type of pressure. Oh, your dad played in a yeah, Sure, sure. He, he right. won a Super right. Bowl, you know, or, right. you know, even as far as, you know, as far as success I've had, you know, I, I have an MBA in healthcare administration. You know, I, I mean, I've obtained – a lot in my life, you know, I'm have two Emmys, you know, you know, I've been very successful. You know, I, I thank God every day that I'm able to do the things that I'm able to do and, and accomplish the things I've accomplished, but I don't have that same expectation on my kids. I will put them in position to be as successful as they want them. They want to be, but you cannot make them be anything other than what they're going to be right through what they want to do. Respect. So yeah. Yeah, bottom line, respect, uh, Nick Saban, Eight-year contract extension worth ninety-four million for the eight years. It'll start on, at ten point seven and go up, up, up. Come on, man. Come on, man. A lot I of told coin. You. Look, he's that guy, but that's a lot of coin. Bro, they make he made he, now he's now making more or the same amount as Belichick. Yeah. Yep. So you know, it's, I mean, he's a goat, but he he is he's making more than the pro coaches now. Well, quote unquote pro coaches. He's a pro right. coach. Make no right, mistake. Right. First no of all, point. first of all, you're in a program. You're you're in a program that has deepest pockets in in all of college football. Yep. In terms know. of alumni and money put in there, so money's not an object for that university. Second of all, this coach has had his team in the conversation of national championship for like what the last 15, 20 years straight. Absolutely. In college football. Thirdly, he turns out not just professionals, but I'm talking Pro Bowl professionals. Tons. Yeah, I mean studs anywhere on the field. You talking about wide receiver, line linebackers, D linemen, safeties, corners. 
this dude is getting the best of the best every year for that well, program. Record, because his record dictates that they do. You can't just Absolutely. walk up in there. And they they I'm gonna say they have they don't have the deepest pockets of me because the I mean there are teams that they would their their supporters will invest however much it will take for them to be the best, the best of best. Like USC. That's what I'm they got deep pockets, bro. They got deep pockets. USC is unbelievable how much money they make. Mm-hmm. But USC Notre Dame get the caliber of players. That's because, what I'm saying. Because they don't have the quality of coach like a Nick Saban. Nick Saban but, turned yeah, that but program that, around again. Right. He That's why he he's worth that money. Yeah. Because yeah. of what he's done for that program. I'm still trying to get you to, you know, put me on board with making that money too, D-Gun. <laughs> why can't you lift and then pull me as you're climbing? Bear, you got more money than I'll ever see, bro. Stop it. What are Stop you it. talking about? Stop it, Brooks. Stop it. Don't make Eric, don't I made make money me over talk. 12 years. I made Bear, money over 12 years. You've been making money in TV for years too. Are you pulling that on me? Years. Bear, Eric, you don't, made... make me, don't make me go to your uh, wife's post on Facebook uh, that she posted yesterday. About your newest toy, don't make me go to Facebook, bro. Used. I don't used. care. I don't care. What do we I get? Another, another, what do we get? A boat? What do we get? No, oh no, no. Uh, no yeah, I don't want to do. I don't want to go there. Uh, okay, you're forcing you, me to go there. Right, I don't want to go right. there. Hey, here's the bottom line. With look, he's blushing. Look, Rob, he's blushing. Look, Rob. Look <laughs> no, they're all used, man. I don't care. I don't care. Fix her uppers. I don't care. I saw. I saw the inside of that thing too. I'm like. What? I'm trying to what? help. I'm trying to help Barry. Thanks, so Derek. If, Thanks, if the Derek. if the colleges didn't have the money, they wouldn't be paying. Oh, no. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, Derek. Bottom you line. started it. All right, Rob. What are you saying, Rob? What you saying? <laughs> so if the colleges didn't have the money, they wouldn't pay these guys that much. You know, bottom line. Exactly. exactly. Uh, all right. So C.J. Stroud is the favorite right now to win the Heisman, the Ohio State quarterback. I can't argue with that. Uh, nope. Sounds about right to me. He's the guy I would want if I had the first overall pick as we sit here right now. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I mean, you guys get Stroud. Why would you go with? Why would you go with Alabama's quarterback? Because he's small. He's not that big, back. <laughs> SMO. Well, look. Hey, hey Russell Wilson monster. was small. What did Russell Wilson do? Russell Wilson was yeah, small. Yeah, I'm not saying he can't make it. I'm just saying if I had my druthers, I'll take Stroud uh, right now. And yeah, he would have to be the odds-on favorite. Ooh, he's got some talent, man. That yeah, is for sure. Yeah, he does. All right, so let's uh, let's hit some birthdays. How about our guy Hugh Douglas? The big five one. Yeah, big Hugh. What? All right. Big Hugh, yes. Baby. Yep. Eagles Hall of Famer, friend of the show. He's 51 years old. The, one of, the his, big... fam- one yeah. of his most famous lines ever. It's do it that. Do it that. Yeah. <laughs> do it that. I'm, right, I'm standing right in this locker. Yeah, do it that, Derek. Do it that. Do yes. it that. Great. I jacked it. I like today. I still, I, I jacked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was working with Yep. Yep. Man. Yes, he did. He was um, crazy, man. The the biggie, uh, sadly, uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, yeah, yeah. born in seventy eight, uh, would have been forty four years old today. Uh, still hard. That one's still hard to believe. Like yeah, it's it still wow. Yeah, it Can't believe two it years, two whatever years it is ago, later, and you just yeah. saying to yourself like, what? Uh, you know. So uh, when that first, when that first hit the Twitter wires. I'm thinking this can't be right. It's got to be a misprint. And that's a bad joke for somebody to put out there. So this can't be right. All of a sudden, the feed just starts blowing up, man. Yep. And people just went crazy. Yeah. Kobe Bryant, yeah. still a young man, and his daughter? Yep. Gone? Can't be. Well, you that's know, crazy. There's st- and, and the thing is that that um, that unfortunate time in, 
is still relevant because right now, I believe his wife is in court trying to get access to photos that the um, examiners were taking at the crash site to make sure that they'd never get out to the general public. Man, yeah. who want, nobody wants to see that, man. Come well, on. it's awful. They they were passing around site, you know, sites of the scene. And yeah, man. Just gross. I mean, just gross. Yeah. You get sometimes you just wonder about human beings, you know, with it. Someone is enjoying that, getting a kick out of that. That's some, you know, you, I, it's. Just, I, I don't know if it's so much somebody's enjoying it, uh, uh, more so of the fact that there are people out there that actually want to see it. And, yeah, and you, you just sick of it, man. Yeah, yeah, and somebody can make a buck off of something oh, like this. Gross. It's just on, like, like I said, just sick. Anyway, um, so yeah, R.I.P. Kobe. Happy birthday, uh, Seth Curry, former Sixer, thirty-two years old. Today, yep. he'll be playing with Ben, as we mentioned, and now looks like Kevin Durant. Um, River Phoenix would have been 52. Remember the actor, yeah. River Phoenix? Oh, he yeah. left us way too young. Uh, he that he was 23 or 22 when he died, yeah, man. sadly. Um, Dude, how, how would you like to have been in that family in the, in, the, in the boys' names? Now, River actually is the older, the oldest brother right. of the four brothers. Right. And the, bro- the brothers' names, River rain joaquin liberty and liberty and summer i'd be like I'm, when i get to be an adult i'm changing my name i'm sorry i got changed <laughs> sam yeah, again yeah the names of the brother the, all the brothers were river who was the oldest he died at the age of what 23 yep um then there was rain joaquin liberty and summer all yeah the boys. parents were kind of they lived like on a commune they were kind of hippies uh yeah yeah a little, little different a little different, yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, I'll rip through these kind of quick. Uh, Derek's fra- favorite, Lil Yachty. He was born in 1997. I know you're a big <laughs> Lil Yachty guy. <laughs> uh, you are just rapping a you just like, grooving to Lil Yachty, Yachty all day long. I'm like, who, I'm like, who are you who, who are you talking about? Lil man? Yachty, that's your guy. Come on, oh, Lil Yachty. Yeah, that's your guy. Uh, Shelly Long from Cheers, seventy three. Yeah. Keith Moon, who was the drummer from the Who, uh, was he died a long time ago. Was born in forty six. Barbara Eden, I think she's still alive. From my dream, the genie. Yep. Ninety one. Yep. Taysom Hills, thirty two. Uh, Trace okay. McSorley, yeah, is twenty seven. Rick Springfield. Yep. The singer actor, 73. Gene Kelly, and, and who was the singer year. dancer, who was born in 1912. That's I think that's all I got. You got anything, Gunner? Yeah, Juan Manuel, uh, Manuel Marquez, considered oh. one of the top 13 fighters ever. Um, I believe he was only the second uh, Latin uh, Mexican fighter to be a champion in four different weight classes. And his three ba- his three battles with um, uh, Manny Pacquiao, he beat Manny Pacquiao. No, they had four fights. And Pacquiao went two one and one against him. One ended in a draw. He actually beat Pacquiao, and Pacquiao beat him. But he was a champion in four different weight classes. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. very impressive. Yeah. Uh, movies: Angel Has Fallen, Snatch, Teen Wolf, and Better Off Dead. That's about all hey, I I got. Hey man, you left out a great birthday, man. Who was it? Jeremy Lin. Remember two thousand twelve. Lin yes. Sanity. Uh, Lin Sanity. Yes. yes. He's the one to help uh, propel the Knicks to the playoffs that year. Did. Yes, he did. Good point. Good point. All right. We're out of time, man. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. Also, one last. Yeah. Uh, River Phoenix, one of the best movies ever made. And I know it's not the day that came out, but Stand By Me, man. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, one of my all-time Good favorites. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah. One of my all-time Good favorites. Too, yeah. yeah. Great call. 
Great call. All right, fellas, it was fun. We're back at it tomorrow. We'll have a check-in from Miami with John McMullen, among everything else we're going to be doing. But good job to you guys today. Thanks to Xander for producing. Thanks to everybody in the chat, everybody listening, everybody streaming. We will talk to you tomorrow at 12 Eastern. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Have a great day. your day with confidence everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.